What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm be, be uh, happy to take questions if that's what I'm supposed to do, Nance. Whatever you want me to do. Hey, guys. What happened? I can't see myself in the monitor anymore. What happened to the teleprompter? Who's this guy talking to my ear? Nance, can I put my mask back on again? Oh, hey, is that chocolate ice cream? Can I have some? I had a pretty traumatizing event happen to me. Um, and I do not know if I can even disclose the full details of that event due to security concerns. I just moved into this apartment a few months ago and I flipped this switch and it made that noise and it scared the daylights out of me. I had a very close encounter where I thought I was going to die. And, uh, and I'm like at a 10 because I probably had two times hold. This is a garbage disposal. I've never seen a garbage disposal. I never had one in any place I've ever lived. It is terrifying. I don't know what to use it for or what its purpose is. And like all these crazy thoughts go into, go through your mind. It's just not an exaggeration to say that at all. Like this is the war, this is our World War II. Boo! From a secret underground bunker just a few miles south of Juarez, CCW Labs is proud to introduce Corpusite, the medication that will help you grow your business. My small business was ethically run and my employees well paid for their work. As a result, I was barely getting by. But since I've started taking Corpusite, I've grown my business into a multi-state concern with most of my products cheaply made by children in overseas sweatshops and most of my employees barely struggling to get by. Best of all, I've convinced them that things are just as good for them as they were before I was able to vacation in Barbados twice a year. Thanks, Corpusite. Corpusite is a proprietary blend of opiates, stimulants, and other drugs which are proven to stifle your compassion and bring forth the true crony capitalist in you. I persuaded my fellow workers to unionize in order to get decent working conditions and a reasonable wage. Once we achieved that, I had nowhere else to go until I used Corpusite. 
Now I've been elected to the company's board, make almost as much money as a CEO, and only work when it's absolutely necessary. <laughs> this is really living. Just one pill a day will set you on the road to your own corporate fiefdom. I started my social media network as a forum for open and free exchange of ideas. But since taking corporate site, I have become the ultimate kingmaker, selling out to foreign powers and controlling the world's discourse in a way Stalin could have only dreamed about. Corporate changed my world and can change yours too. Corporate the twice daily shortcut to the top of the ladder of success. expressed on counterculture wise are those of the hosts and the dog and are not necessarily the opinions held by any of our platforms our advertisers or any other dogs yeah. as you listen today remember we are so much more than a radio show Visit our website for commentary, guest photos and links, animations, and merchandise. Follow Ab, Minds, and most video platforms. Stormcat Production. Welcome to another live broadcast of Counterculture Wise! Woo woo woo! Uh, we are oscillating off and on because our VPN is spazzing out on us, so I'm going to try to turn that puppy off. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. That's the only puppy in here, though. It's the only puppy in here because we are joined with the fabulous Maximilian von Regelbeezer. Hello, who... my beautiful audience. I love you so much. Thank you so much for tuning into my show. He literally busted the door down to get in here with us, and now he is sitting in his special co-host chair with his very own microphone. Yes, with the orange cover, so you may hear from him now and then, because he's, he's quite involved with the show. So, folks, do we have a show for you today? I oh, mean, we, we my finally gosh. had an address by the resident-in-chief. Yes. And, you know, basically said a whole fat lot of, well, we'll share that with yeah, you. Yeah, we'll share it with you. We'll, we'll we have share our it own, with uh... you. Uh, we talked last week about our impending move, which I cannot wait for. You know, it's really funny. It's uh, like. You can't talk yet. I haven't introduced oh, you. Sorry. So let me introduce you to. Introduce yourself right on. My second co host, my the, the, <laughs> the third wheel of this operation. <laughs> My best friend, my husband, my serving Marine who, who served his country, and, and I'm forever grateful. And, of course, 
my sweet baboo, Mr. James Monet. Hi, everybody. It's great to be the third wheel on a bicycle. Welcome to our show. <laughs> All right. Well, we got we got a lot to talk about, and yeah, we used to worry about not having enough material for our initial ninety-minute show, but. We now we've got so much, we don't know what to we, do we, with we have ourselves. To, we have to decide, as, as Bob Seger once saying, <laughs> what to leave in and what to leave out. You yeah, know? exactly. Just, okay. Exactly. You know, we've, exactly. Had, we've had a decent week. Um, well, the week's been weird. It's um, been a weird week. Yeah. It's definitely, definitely been <laughs> weird. Hey, I hope everybody is here nice and early since we are an hour ahead of the whole universe now. Right. Um, hope you uh, went to bed early since we've all lost an hour of sleep. We'll make uh, it up later somewhere. <laughs> we'll make it up later somewhere. <laughs> I think that, so I understand the reason for the original idea of yeah, daylight yeah, savings yeah, time. Yeah, back when we were trying to conserve ba- back candles. Back when Ben Franklin was. was you know, he's the one who supposedly came up with this, but there were thirteen colonies. Right. You know, it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> an entire country spanning thousands and thousands of miles, and uh, it's outdated. The Arizona is the only state that has it right. They actually, there are a couple more states that have that on the docket, and um, Nevada, believe it or not, has that as a bill, but. We're talking Nevada. I mean, they've never actually done anything good or right, so that's not going to happen. Notice how dark and sinister <laughs> and, and negative we've become about this place all of a Freaking sudden. It's, it's, it's like... Well, I mean, this is a perfect lead-in to our first article, if you'd like to share that. I would our... love to share this. This is quite fascinating to me, and uh, hope you hope... Hope you guys find it fascinating, too. If you find our stuff fascinating, please go to our store, buy our stuff. <laughs> CounterCultureWise.com, you know, hit the store button and buy stuff. Become a subscriber on Subscribestar, and maybe someday I can afford teeth. <laughs> Not long after Judith Whitmer won her election on Saturday to become chair of the Nevada Democratic Party. This is an article from March, so this, this just happened. Okay. She got an email from the party's executive director, Alana Mounts. The message from Mounts began with a note of congratulations before getting to her main point. She was quitting. So was every other employee. And so were all the consultants. And the staff would be taking severance checks with them. Thank you very much. On March 6th, a coalition of progressive candidates backed by the local chapter of the Democratic Socialists of America took over the leadership of the Nevada Democratic Party. I'm going to say this one more time so it sinks in, my beautiful people. My beautiful people. On March 6th, a coalition of progressive candidates backed by the local chapter of the Democratic Socialists of America. That's an oxymoron. Yeah. Took over the leadership of the Nevada Democratic Party, sweeping all five party leadership positions in a contested election that evening. Whitmer... Who had I been, don't remember voting for that, or even having that come up as a vote. Did we get to vote on that? That's not something we do. We don't get to vote. Oh, we get to vote, but the, so the, the word part- Democrat is in there. But much like you know, red licorice or white chocolate, it doesn't actually contain the thing in the name. That's true. Got it. You said it all. <laughs> I did but I'm going to keep all. talking anyway. Here we go. 
Whitmer, who had been chair of the Clark County Democratic Party, was elected chair. The establishment had prepared for the loss, having recently moved $450,000 out of the party's coffers and into the Democratic Senatorial Campaign Committee's account. The DSCC will put the money toward the two, the 2022 re-election bid of Senator Catherine Cortez Masto, boy, a vulnerable first-term Democrat. While Whitmer's opponents say she was planning to fire them anyway, Whitmer denies that claim. I've been putting in the work, Whitmer told The Intercept for the latest episode of Deconstructed. What they just didn't expect is that we got better and better at organizing and out-organizing them at every turn. The battle between the insurgent progressive wing of the party and what's still unknown in Nevada as the Reed Machine, a tightly run operation still guided by former Senate Majority Leader Harry Reed, began five years ago when Vermont, Bernie, Vermont Senator Boyne Sanders organized support for his 2016 presidential primary run while Reed was working behind the scenes to help his opponent, Hillary Clinton. You got the establishment Dems and the socialist Dems. They're not the same party, but we're stuck with them now. Okay, great. Yeah. Over the next four years, outside organizations like DSA exploded in size and strength. The Sanders campaign focused on organizing tens of thousands of young Latino voters in the state with the goal of activating people whom the party hadn't bothered with before. Why, why does it have anything to do with race? Because you appeal to a large group of people. So you appeal to the people who are fleeing socialism to come to a country where we don't have socialism so they can vote in Something socialism. like that, although you have to <laughs> – you also when, – when you say Latino, we're not talking about just people who crossed the border five days ago. These are these – Are, are we? we we're, we're not. Um, but okay. Anyway. <laughs> <sighs> and it worked. In the 2020 cycle, after investing heavily in Nevada, Sa- Sanders won a commanding victory in the Nevada caucuses. When the Sanders campaign ended, the organizers behind it were ready to take their project to the next level. I wish they would have let Sanders actually win. We'd be in well, a, You know, I hate to say it. He wouldn't have been able to win over Trump. But, of course, then again, certain other people didn't either. Yeah, people that we cannot well, say out loud. No, we, we, we're not allowed <laughs> to say, you know. <laughs> <clears throat> but, um, yeah. yeah. So, but the, still, the far even, left even wing, if he were to win, even yeah, if they did you yeah. know, fortify the vote with him, we'd still be better off. It's kind of scary. Well, at least Sanders, whatever your disagreements with him can be, the fact is... He's still got a fully functioning brain in his head. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Don't uh, I mean, to honestly, say no let's, more. <laughs> but this is what's going on. I mean, yes, it, it was a. It's this is turning into a lost the battle but won the war thing. The far left wing of the Democratic Party is now basically running the show. Right. They're running it through their puppet, who sits in the White House, Resident Biden. Note that I said. Resident, the P is silent. silent. Saki, yeah, exactly. His his, his not spokesperson who doesn't speak. (sighs) Well, we'll circle back on her later. We'll circle back on that. Anyway, it's just going on and on. I mean, it gets into excruciating and annoying detail that would take a whole three-hour show to read. But the point is, the the the, um, (laughs) the mainstream Democrats, the moderate, if you will, Democrats, the Traditional Democrats are fed up. Mm. Good. 
We got a lot of people. Yeah, lot you of know, there's a lot of us that still consider ourselves progressive. Now, I've never been a Democrat or a Republican ever. I've, I've been never, both. never been. No, I'm neither. Part of a party. I've always been independent, but I can. I, I, I kind of thought about becoming a libertarian, and then we moved here. And the Libertarian Party in Nevada is a hot, wet mess. It is a sloppy, it is the Cardi honking. B, it is the Cardi uh, yeah, B of political uh, parties. Yeah, so, um, so I, yeah, I back just, way the heck off of that. And people yeah. just assume that since I'm a, you know, fiscally conservative, gun-toting. <laughs> she uh, does tote one, you know. I do tote. But and then again, people who know me as always being barefoot, and I'm a tree hugger, and I love and, animals. And you, you, like hear, about, you hear about, if she hears about a, a, one child suffering anywhere, she bursts into don't, tears. But don't, don't tell people, God, how am I going to live up? To be in a Zionist it Nazi. Doesn't, it doesn't if you matter. Tell They're people, still going. Give a crap about immigrant children. <laughs> it's. Sim- I didn't say immigrant. You said immigrant. Children you Nazi. in general. <laughs> but what we're doing? What? Oh, what? This, my sakes. What? Vi- former Vice President Biden. What he is doing to these children is. It's it is sickening ins- and sad. It's sick. It's sick. <laughs> I wish I had teeth so I could say sick correctly. It's it's awful. It's just awful. And and um, there was a report that came out literally an hour before we went live. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Chuck Farley was reporting that the uh, number of un- unaccompanied minors at the border has increased three hundred percent. Well, no, no, uh, uh-uh. uh, that's been updated as of an hour ago. It's seven hundred percent. These are children that are being trafficked. These are children that are being sold into slavery. These are children that are being dragged across the desert, sometimes without enough food or water, to be thrown over the border of a foreign... uh, Max is smacking me as I'm talking. He's like, Mumsy, you're very upset. Aw, Max, he loves me so much. These are people... I'm she's so getting upset so upset I, she's I not even forming talk. complete sentences. Like, you know, this is what's and, happening. And this, this is this is, this is being what our, our resident in chief, you know, the, the unelected officials that are now, you know, in sitting on the throne of government that can't string three words together, but by God, we're gonna let these children suffer. This has been brought about by the Epstein crowd. Ooh, ouch. Seriously. Okay, you took it a step further. I did. You you went This two. is this is I I'm, <laughs> I'm just connecting dots and we can disconnect them later if we want to but I'm connecting dots. It just seems like I've only slightly joked when people are like why is he I mean there are actual liberals, actual democrats that are posting on social media why is Biden doing this and I just reply because his supply ran low. <sighs> okay. All right. But yeah, this is this is turning so into. Get us tossed off of YouTube. You know, we keep having uh, get our, tossed our, off our, of where what segments. <laughs> Every time I get a, a, a what is it a community uh, community standards violation. Violation. I'm like, yay! I'm doing something right. So. <laughs> so people, I mean, we don't have enough followers to even really care, and we'll never, never be monetized. So if you are listening to this on YouTube, and no, we you won't be monetized to on to YouTube an ad anyway. beforehand. Remember. You listening to our content is putting money in the pockets of Susan Wojcicki, who keeps yeeting us for saying things she doesn't like. But she won't pay us for saying things. She'll pay herself for us saying things. So think about that. Goggle. (laughs) 
anyway. Bring you 1984 into 2021, which, by the way, is a shirt you can buy on our merch store. Absolutely. And my, my beautiful bride bought me, uh, oh, surprised right. me that's with a yeah. T-shirt from our own factory, from our shirt factory out, out in, out in of God knows where. <laughs> we have been censored. One, I, okay, so I had a Twitter <laughs> violation. They took me down on Twitter. Uh-huh. Uh, we we had a video from January removed this week from mm-hmm. from ScrewTube, and we had two two count them two of our designs. One that was created back in October mm-hmm. removed from uh, Teespring. So if you have, <laughs> we are bad bad children. If, if you have a uh, defund the CNN shirt or mug or whatever. Congratulations! You have a collector's it's item. A collector's item. Mm-hmm. And what was the other one? I'm sorry, I forget. Um, the other one they wouldn't even let me upload it. But oh, it okay. Said, <laughs> I wanted an insurrection, but all I got was this. Oh, that's t-shirt. right. That's right. Yeah, that one never even. That, <laughs> they that, even like, that was, as they, they say saying, in the business oh, world. Oh, there's something wrong. <laughs> that was what they call in the business world a non-starter. <laughs> So yeah, and which, which is why I made it our our banner on Twitter. <laughs> There's the something picture, the picture of the T-shirt itself that <laughs> I, I, you know there is only a one letter difference between banner and band. So mm. we have she wow, got that was like she the surprised revelation when people told me to rearrange the letters in ginger. Mm. I was like, oh, oh. anyway. She surprised me. Let's get let's get to the point. Okay. She surprised me in. with a T-shirt with our new seal of the resident of the United States of America, the Department of Office you know, of the you know. you know the thing. <laughs> oh, we'll be hearing from him later. We we have his uh, we have his press conference. If you want to call it that, his speech. His, Actually, uh, we could do that right now. I mean, we're going to be talking about it. We might well, let's go it. ahead oh, and do before that. Before we do, before we do, uh, we did get something in our chat about. Uh, if I can get there, because it wasn't working. So let's see if it'll work. Something that Nevada did that may actually kind of be good, but I'm sure it won't stay. Well, because it was approved by former Governor Brian Sandoval, it was a decent human being. But Oh, yeah. We'll see. Oh, this is from 2017. Okay, yeah. Hun, this is going to be reversed. I thought this was new. No, this is, this is so going to be reversed. So there was a time when Senate Bill 398 became law, Prohibiting tax on a blockchain technology. Um, the problem with this is they're going to make this a federal tax. So no matter what Nevada does, yeah, I'm not even going to bother because this is from 2017. Now, I love you, boo, but with, it with, ain't sticking. But with the understanding <laughs> that it has to be approved by the state legislature and voted on not once but twice. Actually, it has to be it has to be and voted. Who is in charge of our state? I understand that. I'm just <laughs> explaining the. I'm explaining the uh, the process. It has to go through the. I think it's. You have, it has to go to the legislature twice and then get put on, uh, a, you know, put to a vote, which is how the uh, same sex marriage thing finally passed. Okay, see yeah. that I thought was dumb. We're we're supposed to be the, especially here in Las Vegas, we're supposed to be the city of marriage. It's like just marry people. Who gives a crap? I you know as a Christian, eh, I'm not going to really go down that path as a person who recognizes that according to the federal government marriage is a governmental acknowledgement it's like okay uh 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You do with religion. Mm-hmm. So why was it ever a thing? I mean, you should be able to marry, marry a cactus if you want to. If, it, if it's just who has... <laughs> Boy, the, the, I'm just that saying, honeymoon who, would be painful. I don't know. You get a lot of pricks. <laughs> don't pick a prickly pear with a claw. If you pick a pear, you can use the claw. claw. <laughs> but you don't need to lose the claw. Yet another so. banned Disney flick. <laughs> That anyway. one was banned? Oh, I'm sure it will be. I'm okay, sure. I mean, th- there's no reason to. But then again. Um, but then again. But then again, but let's then not go down that path. Oh, baby. <laughs> so somebody made a very interesting comparison. I'm sure it's 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 early. Uh-huh. I'm sure it's coming. Mm-hmm. But they're like, okay, so you have a cartoon skunk. Right. Who is getting banned, you know, sexual molestation, whatever. Mm-hmm. Cuomo ain't quitting. Tara Reid is still being silenced and, and, and run through the mud. And Quagmire is still on Family Guy. And they posted multiple pictures, one where he's literally dragging a woman by her heel, one where the, he ha- has a trunk open and there's like several Asian women in the trunk. I, it's know, a cartoon, it's I know, cartoon. but it's still on primetime television. Well, I think there's a distinction. What in is that? that? I mean, I'm not, and I'm not defending Warner Brothers. Giggity, giggity. Yeah, I'm not defending Warner Brothers for doing what they're doing. I'm not, you know, and I'm not defending um, 20th Century Studios for what they're doing with Family Guy or not doing with Family Guy. Family Guy is not a show for children; it is animated. Whereas the Pepe Le Pew cartoons, most of the Looney Tunes cartoons are definitely the exceptions because I'm a historian on this. I even said an historian. Boy, I am so pretentious this evening. I wish you could see us lifting our pinkies. Uh, they're lifting my pinky with my big mug of root beer. <laughs> the it was you know, that that's for Saturday morning. They're not gonna show I mean, you know, Saturday morning cartoon is an extinct form of thing, but the you know, they were originally made for Move for movie theaters, and now they're on TV most of the time. It was, you know, and, and people were watching them. We were watching them as kids. It was no big deal. I mean, I don't think you'd have Family Guy during, you know, the Fox block on Saturday mornings. I'm just saying that. Well, the thing about Looney Tunes is mm-hmm. that, and, and it was the same with The Muppet Show, too, if you mm-hmm. really look at it. It was entertainment for children because the adult jokes would go over their heads. Exactly. 
And and I remember being a kid and loving the Muppets and loving Looney Tunes. I didn't get half of the jokes. No. I mean, there were Beatles jokes. There were sex jokes. There were, you know, I mean, I used to enjoy Benny Hill, and I didn't get half of those jokes. Just because he looked funny. And mm. and you had the funny music and whatever, and every now and then there was a woman running around in a bra, which confused me. But, you know, for the most part, it, it was kids entertainment. I'm not saying Benny Hill was kids entertainment. I'm just saying that's an example of not getting right. the joke. right. The problem is, is we have sexualized our children so much mm-hmm. that now they're getting the jokes, and that—that that is what the problem is, right. not the skunk. Right. The fact that our children have been so sexualized that they get that they even know what hashtag Me Too is. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. So they've removed Pepe from the upcoming Space Jam movie with LeBron James. I just said the very reason I'm not going to watch it is LeBron James, but that's another story. Oh, I didn't know there was a new one. I yeah. They retroactively they, removed. No, they didn't. I know retro- they're talking about yeeting no, the, from this, the old one. No, no, no. Well, maybe. But here's what's going down. Warner Brothers is releasing Space Jam 2. LeBron James is the star instead of Michael isn't Jordan like this 20 time. 20 years later? Exactly. Holy crap. Um, and so they, they've removed one, the one scene that Pepe was in, they've, they've removed. They've given Lola Bunny a total boob and butt job. She's as flat as a pancake now because, you know, can't have... Oh, so she no longer gets to look like a Kardashian. She has to look like a a lesbian now? Something like that. Groovy. (laughs) So, you know, these guys are just... I think they're tarnishing a legacy, but that's, that's up to them. I'm voting with my wallet. That's just all there is to it. So we have a Joe Biden speech. Thing type deal. Well, actually, Joe has a Joe Spiden speech type thing deal. Stay tuned you know for animation. <laughs> this is Brian Stelter, ladies and gentlemen, the President of the United States. My fellow Oregonians, I come before you today with my very first speech where I don't have somebody standing nearby to pull a plug. Is that really true, Kamala? Okay, I'll stick to the script. My fellow Arkansans, Arkansans, Arkansanians, oh, let me try it this way. Citizens of the United States of Albania, I'm going to ask you a big favor, okay? It's for all of us, smart and dumb, male and she-male, Hispanic, black, and other poor people. I am sticking to the script, Kamala. So where was I? Oh, yeah. Now that I have single-handedly made half a trillion COVID vaccines available to the public, I'm going to ask you to please take the words of Dr. Fauci, the Centers for Displeased Control, the New York Times, and the boards of Merck, Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson. Hey, Kamala, didn't they write that sex book? Oh, that was Masters and Johnson, right. And the board of Masters and Masters to please take the vaccine, all right? Everyone who has a financial stake in this has assured me that the vaccine is perfectly safe even if they haven't been adequately tested. And if they don't work, we'll just blame Donald Trump and we'll get you a new dose on the house, okay? You can't ask for a better deal than that. And now I have the best news of all. If you closely follow every one of our orders... Oh... Sorry, Kamala. Mandates. 
if you take the shot, still wear your mask everywhere, and still keep at least six miles from each other, we might allow you to celebrate the 4th of July together. Isn't that great? What better way to celebrate our independence from a tyrannical government than to be able to take your mask off and congregate in groups of about six or seven? As the great American musical group The Rolling Stones once sang, wouldn't it be nice? In closing, I want to say we're all in this together. You, me, the immigrants swarming the border, the school kids and former business owners who survived their suicide attempts, the families of my buddy Governor Cuomo's nursing home mandate victims, and... Where was I going with this, Kamala? Why are you facepalming? Uh, good night, everybody. Well, that's about how it went down. <laughs> More or less. <laughs> hey, make sure you check out our Instagram for pictures of Max. You thought I was joking, but no, Max is in his rightful place. <laughs> With, with his, his microphone and his headphones. Very, very involved in the show. So we will be... He, has, he is bucking for a promotion to production assistant. <laughs> you said bucking. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's already head commentator. I don't know how much more he needs to do. But well, yeah. he does consider it his show. Well, What's wrong with that? Did I not create this? Am I not the inspiration no. every week? No, you didn't create that, Max, but nice try. Wow, your ego. <laughs> oh, our Mackie Mow. We do love our Mackie Mow. Wow. Tell you what. All righty. So, let's, um, well, it's it's Pi Day. It is. Um, so, share with folks what we are having in celebration of Pi Day. We are dining on lasagna. I know Which technically it's not a pie, but it has dough, it has filling, <laughs> it has yummy, and we, we also... And I can gum it. <laughs> and she can gum it. Uh, we also are having, probably with our wine of the week in the third hour, but we have key lime pie from Yay. Marie Callender's, which is going to be quite, quite good. Yeah, we're going to have pizza, but I can't eat pizza. So. Yeah. Not right now, but I, don't worry. Don't worry, don't worry. Please, please, don't be upset. I will be feeding my man pizza as soon as I get teeth in my head. <laughs> if you would like to contribute to the Texas and Teeth Fund, the Texas and Teeth Fund. <laughs> head on over to countercultureweb.com. Yeehaw! <laughs> Yeehaw! <laughs> all right. Wow. We're just all over the place this evening. All right. Well, um, we have a new segment. Extra Super Straight Delicious Woke is Gonna Get Us. Will you say it for the folks so it doesn't sound like Cindy Lou Who here saying Extra it? super straight, delicious, woke is gonna get us. Now, wait, 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 wait. Super straight? What does that mean? It means you are so damn straight that you will only want to sleep, have sex with, have marital relations with a straight person of the opposite sex. <gasps> I, I, no. Uh, Extra That's super so straight, delicious, woke is gonna get us. If you talk about this much, you're gonna real upset us. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll that work on is that. A, uh, for those who aren't on Twitter, <laughs> bless you for not being on Twitter or, or on um, TikTok, um, as the Chinese people would say, bless you for not being on TikTok. Uh, a fine gentleman, a young young man, uh, had a, a TikTok go viral. <clears throat> Of him saying, look, I am sick of being called a homophobe or a transphobe or a whatever-phobe because my 
identity is a man who is interested in actual at birth born women who are still women attracted to men which I know sounds uh, there's like 97 steps in that but basically we can, we're not allowed to use the term normal because that's wrong that's ist phobish whatever we're not allowed to use a lot of the terms out there that just basically means uh, that's my orientation now so he created an orientation called super straight super straight and the whole purpose of that was okay you've got the lgbtq WTF, the whole thing and everybody's protected and you can't say anything about any of them and wah 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 and i'm sure that'll take be taken out of context and i'll be you know taken down but once you get called a zionist nazi it's like you just don't care anymore <laughs> She is. I mean, the first time somebody pulled this on us, <laughs> she was devastated. Yeah, and now it's share, like, don't share that. Give me an M. <laughs> give me an E. Give me an H. What's that spell? Meh. <laughs> well, once you resort to name calling, you've already lost. Yeah. You know, you're at that point. And and people who don't know me, it's like you don't know me. You you don't know me. So so why are you even bothering saying crap? But anyway, it, it, this had nothing to do with me. So this 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 young man. Uh, his. TikTok went viral and the hashtag super straight and and super gay. So these are gay people that are only interested in the biological. Uh, how do you say that without totally getting heated? So if you're a dude and you're into other dudes, you're only interested in guys that were born with born that way, born biologically yeah. of the same sex in, or in super straight, born, born, that way. born biologically of the yeah, of the opposite okay. sex. So. And this is assuming, of course, the two-gender thing, well, male and female. Well, the T wouldn't exist in LBGT blah, blah, blah if there weren't two genders because what would you T to? But anyways, that's another story for another time. T for two. Two for T. Anyway, <laughs> uh, to show their tolerance and their inclusivity – there, uh, this kid was met with death threats, not just toward him, but toward his mother. Because the tolerant, inclusive left could not handle another orientation. Now, they've got like 64,000 of them. And, and, you know, they double up on each other and contradict each other and, and don't even like each other when you talk about turfs versus trans and blah, blah, blah. I mean, they're eating each other alive. But all the, the transy people got together and started sending death threats to the, this kid. He's a teenager. So the hashtag super straight and the hashtag super gay started trending, which, of course, upset them even further. And the great thing about this is since it, they are literally targeting a specific protected group of people, a whole bunch of these jackholes lost their Twitter accounts. <laughs> and and I, I don't typically engage in schadenfreude. I, I don't. But in this case, it's like you're telling me that we're supposed to accept you if you look like a man in a dress with a wig, you don't even try. You, you end up being the, what is he, the assistant? Assistant health director of the yeah. thing and the stuff. Okay. Richard, I mean, Rachel. Rachel. Which, and which, which encompasses mental health. And you're a dude in a dress. You're not even trying. 
I mean, my God, I have trans friends. And when I look at a friend of mine who looks like a woman and, and you know, I have no issues with her pronouns or anything like that. And, and you, you look at people like Blair White and, and it's like, okay, they want, they feel they are female. This is a dude who doesn't even dress up enough to be in a Monty Python <laughs> skit. Or, or, He's not or, even or... trying. I could give Jim two water balloons and a wig, and, and he wouldn't even have to shave, and he'd still be more female than this guy. Why, and we're supposed you. to take him seriously? Give me a break. Yeah. You know, and uh, come on. When, when Jen Pizaki can, can out-hot you, you're not trying. I, I could oh, throw some. Mean. I could throw some lipstick on Max, and he'd still, you know, be a more believable female human. I mean, Kaylee McMahon, you know, well, okay, versus yeah. Jen Psaki. Okay, I could. I, okay, if you're gonna compare those two, then fine. <laughs> we are you know, so I, getting I get kicked. It. We are so getting kicked off point, of every at, outlet. At this point, yeah. you know, YouTube means nothing to me. So, well, it's not just YouTube. I mean, we're on, you know, the other ones. But yeah. uh, we're getting heated. I don't care because we still have a website, counterculturewise.com. No matter what happens to us, um, the first thing I ask, I host, uh, where our website resides is, would you host Alex Jones? Whether you agree with him or not, would you host Alex Jones? And, and only the ones that said, um, I guess. This guy said, yeah, he would totally drive, drive, drive traffic to our site. That was the place I decided to host because it's like free speech, dude. Free speech, you know. You, you don't have to agree with them. You, you, if you have the Young Turks on next to Alex Jones, that's fair. But now all we've got is the Young Turks, and they're a bunch of lying, conniving, race-baiting twat waffles, and they're perfectly okay to be on ScrewTube. But Alex Jones, who basically is, you know, the counter to the buffalo, mm-hmm. is is completely gone. All social media, as is our duly elected, you know, president. I, I still am blown away that they were that transparent. Mm-hmm. And it all happened. It was just like with Alex Jones. It all got. It all happened within mm-hmm. 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Trump was pulled off of everything. Now, you can love Trump. You can hate Trump. But this guy is was. I'm not going to go there right now, but mm-hmm. President of the United States, once again, President mm-hmm. of the United States, the leader of the free world, as yep. the cliche goes. So what they're saying is that social media and CNN has more power over the American people than we do ourselves. Than we do ourselves. They are telling us what we can and cannot watch or listen to this is getting that is that is not a democracy that is not a republic that is not free speech that is a small percentage of of communist control that has completely taken over and oh don't give me the bs about oh they're the free they're their own company they're private no they're not they are complete. They completely own our government. They get government funding, and they are also funded by China. This is not. This is not some right wing tinfoil no. hat stuff. Google has openly said yeah. they are looking to. Op- they're open to expand the Chinese market. They've already got us. Google. We're created, not going away. Google created an entire second search engine just to comply 
with China's restrictions. Because they want the money. I don't blame them. Here's the thing. They have shareholders. Their number one fiduciary responsibility is to maximize profit for their shareholders. They've reached a plateau with us. They went to China. I get it. Okay? I mean, I, I, I get it on that level. But don't kid yourselves into thinking that this is anything more than state-run propaganda at this right. point. It's not, it's not free and open speech anymore. When you tell people what they are allowed to listen to, what they are allowed to consume, what they're allowed no to longer, read, it is not a free market. It is not free speech. It, it's not. You know, I mean, it's one thing slapping a label on it, saying "Oh, Pepe's evil" and blah blah blah. And your kid has to go through a special thing to get to it. That's one thing. But flat out saying, no, you are not allowed to hear what the president of the United States has to say. That is an insurrection. That is the definition of an insurrection. And they're trying to pin an insurrection on him? Give me a freaking break. Anyways, I don't want to go too far down that rabbit hole because, uh, like I said, we're already heated. (laughs) So... Extra super straight delicious woke is going to get us. Uh, poor kid got death threats. Naturally. And um, so go on every social media platform you can find and hashtag super straight. Super straight, don't hate. <laughs> so uh, another woke business. Wow, this yeah. one. And w- this one's hilarious because they didn't even mean it that way, but they still managed to do a belly they, flop. They did a dumb thing. They, they did a smart thing, but they did it in a dumb way. All right, here we go. Well, I don't have the article. I just have the... Uh, <laughs> what? No, it just comes up with the actual... The actual tweet, yeah. The actual Okay, Burger King wrote the following, and I'm just going to read the whole thing. The whole purpose of, and, of putting the original tweet is so you can see... Right. ...the absolute moronic reaction to this. Okay, here we go. Women belong in the kitchen, if they want to, of course. Yet wait, wait, only- wait, 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 wait. Women belong in the kitchen is the first tweet by itself. That's what I was going to get to eventually. Oh, okay, sorry. It's all right. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> I didn't hear about it. in her view. I'm doing it wrong. So yeah. I'll do it her way. Yep. Women belong in the kitchen. Eek, ack, ook. All the world is going to go to pieces. We're all going to to hand in a hell basket. We're just everything is going to yeah, everything is just going crazy. They followed that with if they want to, of course. By then, the damage had been done. Yeah. Yet only 20% of chefs are women. We're on a mission to change the gender ratio in the restaurant industry by empowering female employees with the opportunity to pursue a culinary career. We are proud to be launching a new scholastic program. This is the third one now. We are proud to be launching a new scholarship program which will help female Burger King employees pursue their culinary dreams. Now, by the way... Flipping burgers? No, no, no. If you if if you are an employee of, of Burger King, a female employee of Burger King, and this by the way, this is in the UK. This is Burger King UK. It wasn't even in the US. Doesn't matter. Doesn't because matter. They're gonna slap the entire international company with this charge of sexism. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, what happens? I guess they're offering culinary scholarships to their employees to pursue their culinary dreams. It's got nothing to do with flipping burgers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. I mean, you're not stuck. You're not going to have a burger souffle with, I don't know, Whopper sauce or whatever. It's, it's actually sends you to a culinary school, Melanie. Okay. All right. And so, of course, there was like, this is why Burger King is the best burger f- fast food chain. I think it's wonderful that they're doing it. Um... What a way to celebrate International Women's Day. How progressive. Ugh. It's like... Shameful they're... Burger King absolutely bang out of order. On Women's Day, no less. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry it's British, so... Just, just Shameful like... Burger King absolutely bang out of order. See, because Americans like don't say bang out of order. I mean, we just don't. Order. We Yanks don't... We, we don't yanks, throw yeah. bangs in We don't say full anything. stop either. We can actually say the word period without blushing. This one belongs in the bin. Mm. Women also belong in the boardroom. Nice scholarship, though. <laughs> and, it, I mean, this is a good point, though. They, they show all the chairmen and directors and all the, all the, all the big poofy heads of, of, of Burger King in, in the U.K. They're all guys. They're big all dudes. <laughs> <laughs> big poofy heads. <laughs> so, yeah, it's... Uh, Oh my gosh! So yeah, everybody went nuts, and before they even got the second tweet out, and they were one oh one a.m. Yeah, I don't know how how much it worked, but it's like they 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 launched they were a few hours apart, which was like I I guess they said that to just grab attention, which it certainly did. Yeah. So, Burger King, I mean, you did a good, you're doing a good thing, but your um, your marketing people need to be retrained. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's just. You, well, I mean, the thing is, but everybody's talking about it. Yeah, they spelled the name of the company right. Yeah, so that's the way it works. So something is happening over at another major corporation, or something happened at another major corporation that, well, sad to say, we we use a lot. I just had a white liberal man on Twitter call me sweetie. The world's oh, even Fritzy is mad at that. She's yeah. at the door clawing at the door saying, let me at him, let me at him. Ma- Magic wants us to There's only Fritzy. one man who gets to call her sweetie. <laughs> and he has to mean it. And you got to mean it. I, I prefer angel face. <laughs> I keep that sparingly. <laughs> when I need to, li- when I want her to light up like a like a Christmas tree, mm, he does. <laughs> that, that's, All that's right. The term so I some use. of you who are say mm, Prime members, um, 
we've talked a little bit about the only reason why I'm still a Prime member. Stayed as a fan. May have noticed that instead of a cute little shopping cart that like totally makes sense since you know you're shopping, all of a sudden you have this really weird looking kind of brown thing with a blue sticker peeling off of it thing as your icon on your phone or if you have it on your desktop um, because Amazon has decided to change its, by the way, incredibly phallic logo. I mean, I know it's an arrow pointing from A to Z and big deal and whatever, but come on. It's a giant orange mushroom. It is, <laughs> oh, if I really wanted to screw with Amazon, it's an orange penis. It's a devotional to Trump. Take that, Amazon. <laughs> it's a big orange penis. I, Ooh, I'm so offended. <laughs> I wouldn't touch that with a 25-foot pole. Thank you. Yeah, but our former president had one, so there you go. All there right. You. Well, let's see that. how quick Amazon changes their logo now. So anyway, it started out with a little. It's what it's supposed to be, and for anybody who's ever gotten a package from Amazon, their boxes come with the Amazon phallic logo. The, the little curvy mm -hmm. up arrow, mm -hmm. and typically they close it with blue packing tape because that's, that's standard a thing. in the industry. <laughs> Pretty standard. That's it's more or less a, a, a trademark for. Yeah. So Amazon their new logo was, um, you know, it has to be square because you know it fit in the logo thingy, and the little Amazon uh, smiley face phallic arrow thingy, <laughs> and a piece of packing tape, and it's like. That's literally all I see is a, a brown box with the Amazon logo mm -hmm. and a piece of packing tape. But, <gasps> oh, my God, if you squint just right and hold it up in a certain light and you really, really it, think it about it really, really hard, logo, it, it turns into <laughs> Hitler. Yeah, because they literally think it looks like Hitler because the because the... blue pack because Hitler wore blue packing tape on his upper lip and, and he smiled with an arrow. So yeah, it's supposed to, it, yeah. some people really are with vivid imaginations and way too much money for college, and they they are equating the evenly cut tape with the little cut marks because that's what you do when you have tape. It, it's <clears throat> it, I guess it's supposed to kind of look like Hitler's. Um, Mustache, broom, broom, brush, toothbrush, mustache. Yeah, so a company that has literally had a penis as its logo for decades is now in trouble because adding packing tape to the penis makes it look like Hitler. <laughs> you can't They're make... fleeing from America. Oh, you can't make this stuff up. <laughs> I just don't know. I don't know anymore. So after yeah. much backlash, of course, the pussies had to bow to the, the politically correct crowd, and they changed their logo, so now it looks like a sticky note with a penis under it. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand why they changed it. I mean, it's... it's they should have just said, you guys are all a bunch of morons. Obviously, it's packing tape. Get over it. But no, no, no. we can't stand... And, and this is what happens when... You let, I mean, we, we're going through this with our, our rescue dog. Mm -hmm. If you let the children, if you let the dog rule the house, they will make the rules. And those rules are going to be stupid and bad for everyone. No, you should not allowed to be allowed to have all four paws up on the table. No, you should not be allowed to get into the garbage and, and make a big mess. 
No, you shouldn't be allowed to eat all your Halloween candy in one night. No, you should not be allowed to set your own parameters and come home at 12 o'clock at night when you're a six-year-old child. We have to start saying no. But what we've got is a bunch of liberal, infantile, pussy corporations that are run by these Gen Xers and and folks after that, Gen whatever the hell they called them, uh, basically bowing down to the every whim of these absolute little spoiled, rotten brats who cannot function in society. And you keep just feeding their neuroses. They're not going to get better. People, kids need boundaries. They want boundaries. When we started crate training our dog, Mm -hmm. she changed. She's happier. Mm -hmm. She's better adjusted. She gets along better with everybody. And all of her bad habits are going away. Not all of them are gone yet, but we haven't had her that long. If you tell your children no and you set boundaries, you have a curfew. You're six years old. You do not tell me, your parent, what to do. You do not set the rules in this house. You do not get to tell everybody else what to do. You are a child, and until you grow up and you earn your own living, you follow the rules of the house. That is the United States of America, and that is how we need to treat this current generation of liberal, whiny baby, screaming into the sky, liberal, insane, socialist infants. We need to start saying no. When they come and they say, ooh, the scary skunk is, the cartoon skunk is scaring me. We're like, then get over it. Turn the channel. Ooh, I don't like the piece of packing tape. Tough. It's packing tape. Tough. Ooh, I don't like it that you only like to date people that, you know, uh, you're attracted to. Too fucking bad. Too bad. Get over it. When you grow up. You get to do what you want to do. Until then, leave the rest of us alone. Go home, wear your mask, sanitize your entire house, cry into your pillow, and when you grow up and you can be a part of society, then you can come out and you can start making your rules for yourself and leave the rest of us alone. That I... That wasn't official. It was snaps, a, it was a ginger snaps. Everything but the. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna call it that. We'll call it that. Uh, ginger spits into the mic. But uh, before we <laughs> before we go to our first break, I did want to mention something we didn't put in the show notes. But because we have been talking about cancer culture and the movies, cancer culture, um, the. Although Pepe Le Pew has been removed from this upcoming Space Jam movie, Speedy Gonzalez is not. In fact, um, this is this is great. Uh, Julio, not Julio. I'm just reading it right now. I'm sorry. Julio Iglesias. <laughs> his name is actually. To all the mice I've loved all right, before. Great. Gabriel Iglesias. <laughs> I'm just trying to get oh, wait, all isn't these. Oh, is Julio's son? No, I, I don't know. He goes by the name Fluffy, and you see his ads, and he has this big that freaking is literally puppet head. Son. Far out, <laughs> cool. <laughs> so let's no, see. No, he's he's hilarious. I love him. Yeah, he is. He is really funny. So he responded to all of this. This generated this 
fake um this fake controversy by saying I am this I am he posted this on Twitter and I got to give him credit and I am a bigger fan now. I am the voice of Speedy Gonzalez in the new Space Jam. Okay, this, I take it back. I was wrong. He's not related. Thank you. I didn't know Sorry. Just, he happened to have the last My name. My bad. Thank you. I am the voice of Speedy Gonzalez in the new Space Jam. Does this mean they're going to try to cancel Fluffy too? Yep. You can't catch me cancel culture. I'm the fastest mouse in you know, Mexico. That's how you do it, buddies. We would drop a mic, but that's really bad for the mics. <laughs> yeah. People who drop mics have never owned one. Yeah. So, yeah, they're not they're not good for him. Good for him. So, so far as we know, Speedy is still in. Uh Pepe is not. Um and besides a lot so of So, pe- if we got some horny French guy to voice him, can we have Pepe back? I am the locksmith of love, no? <laughs> <laughs> baby face. You are the cutest little baby face. No, I well, what's funny, though, is that there are cartoons that go the other way, where the, where the cat is chasing after him. Mm-hmm. That, it's as, like, so it's, it's, isn't, isn't that equality? Isn't, isn't that what we want? But that was only two or three of the series, Melanie. Come on now. We all know that, that a cartoon skunk with no genitalia is, gonna, is, is rapey. To a, a a different species. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny though is the the whole super straight thing that upset the entire trans. Well, okay, I'm not gonna say the entire. You know what? I completely, completely revoke that statement because it didn't upset the entire trans community. It upset the the woke infantile uh, Karens who mostly are not trans, who don't have any friends who are trans, who think that they're... Who don't have any friends, They're, they're allies. Um, it, it, it upset them um, because they honestly believe that you must, you must sleep with transgenders or you're an istophobe, whatever. Well, that kind of sounds like rape to me. It if is. you're telling me that if, if, if I go out on a date with you... And you're like, by the way, I'm a chick, and I don't even have a ding dong. I'm like, oh, well, that's cool. It was, uh, you know, we can be friends because you're kind of not my thing. If I don't right there drop trow and 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 try to do whatever it is they do, I'm an istophobe or whatever. If if you're to, if you were to date a chick and she's hot and everything, you guys get along, you have a great date, and at the end she's like, yeah, and I've got a dick, and you know, I was born a dude, and you're like. Cool, you know, we can be friends, kind of not my thing. If you don't right there just climb on top of her and, and start going for it, you're an ist and a phobe, and how dare you? I mean, that's literally what they're saying. It's, 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 the, that's the, kind the of rapey. Def- it's the definition of rape. Literally. I mean, because if I were to go out with a dude <laughs> who was assigned a guy at birth, you know, which is stupid because that's anti science. But if I were to go out, and, and I've done this, Back when I was single, you go out with a dude, you have a great time, and the, the chemistry just isn't there. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, you're like, hey, that was really great. You know, let's be friends. I try to get that out. You know, I don't try to lead them on or nothing. You know, like, you know, hey, that was really great, and blah, blah, blah. You know, or, you know, I'm kind of still interested in you. Let's see where this goes. Mm-hmm. What they're telling me is at that point, if he were to reveal to me that he's not a guy, I have to sleep with him. I have to, or, or, or I'm a bigot. But if he is still a guy and I reject him, well, that's okay because that's his fault. I mean, this is warped. This is sick. 
This is self-centered babyhood. Yeah, exactly. I want what I want, and you're going to give it to me, and I'm going to cry. Yeah, shut up. You know, you want equality because every trans person that I know, and I know several people Mm -hmm. don't like to believe that about me, but I do. Um, You know, I've I've served on several boards of of cons where you get Mm -hmm. all kinds of crazies, and we're the crazy ones. Uh, Every trans person I have ever known or even grew up with they want to be treated as who they are. They want to be left alone. Mm-hmm. They don't want special treatment. They don't want you to notice that they're trans. So every time you see somebody who's like, oh, look at me, look at me, look at me, I'm trans, look at me. It's mom! It's like, uh, <laughs> kind of not how it works, you know? Yeah, so, uh, I don't know. And, of course, you get yeeted for saying that, too. So you can't say anything right. Why even bother trying anymore? And that's something I've noticed. They're like, oh, white supremacy is worse than it's ever been. Well, let's think about this, boo. Like, let's just back up a tick and think about this. I remember growing up, and there was the Free to Be You and Me series, mm-hmm. and, and there were all these things where we were supposed to look at kids and stop telling them they were stupid and stop telling them they were bad or they were wrong. Because what happens when you tell a person, when you tell a child especially, mm-hmm. that they're dumb and they're ugly. Because I, I was raised this way. Right. I was told I was fat and I was ugly and no man would ever love me. And I was stupid. And that the only thing I had to offer was what was between my legs. I was literally raised that way as a child. Mm-hmm. And then when they got rid of that stepdad and, and then moved to one that actually had a brain, and a I was still constantly mm-hmm. told, you know, your sister's the pretty one. You're the smart one. So now the only thing I had to offer was my brains. Well, what are you going to do if you're constantly being told that your Mm -hmm. entire life? You're not pretty or you're dumb or you don't have anything to offer. You believe that. And then what do you do? You embody that. So in comes critical race theory. And they're saying, you know what? Not only are you racist, but you are so far superior to all other races that you have to constantly apologize for that. We are now teaching our children to be white supremacists. And this is what our resident-in-chief has decided to pursue. And by the way, this is also being pimped for corporate trainings and that kind of thing. Um, it's, it's really sickening and sad. It was bad enough when I had, when I was, I'm not going to mention the name of the company I was working for, but I had been promoted to a manager, and they brought us in for manager training for about a week, and it went really well except for one episode. They had a video about managing millennials, and the basic idea was you have to treat them special. They're special bubble-wrapped rainbow snowflakes, and, you know, you, you... you have to think about their feelings. They're and all that so stuff. fragile. And I'm like, They're such perfect, precious well, how, little Where do we draw babies? the line? Is it a 25-year-old, I treat them one way, and then they turn 26, and I treat them another? What's going on with this? Well, the thing is, if you're that <sighs> fragile... Then you, you know, don't that, belong in a corporate environment. That's on you. Why should we all have to walk around on eggshells because you are a precious, perfect little snowflake? That's on you. Buck up. Walk it off. <laughs> Grow up okay we came full circle and we are at the top of the hour believe it or not so don't go anywhere because coming back we will have chuck you farley talking about pi day we've got um 
a skit that kind of falls into this because we talk about social media and why people are posting what they post. Of course, we have a brand new Mass Off. Finally. So go enjoy that. It's been a while. Oh, yeah. And welcome to the new Abnormal. So find out why Dictionary.com has uh, added words and changed the meanings of words coming up. Right up. Uh, next. Yeah, I get it. Your parents were jerks and you're traumatized. But that doesn't mean you should use your lousy childhood as an excuse to be a lousy adult. Stop being such a whiner and get past your past already. Bye, get over it and get started. The book by Melanie Hope that will get you out of your self-imposed failure and on the road to greatness. Available in paperback, Kindle, and Nook. Life has become so much more complex these days, and we know there are days when you want to forget about everything. We have the answer. Inspired by one of the paragons of our political world, we are proud to introduce Biden Beers. Whether you choose our creepy cream ale, our quid pro porter, our sleepy stout, or our hair sniffer hefeweizen, you will know that you are drinking beer brewed by the finest bots in the world, using only the best barley, hops, and chloroform. One taste, and you will wonder why Biden beer was missing from your life. Two tastes, and you will wonder where your pants are. When you want to forget it all just like Joe does, treat yourself to a nice cold Biden. Biden Brewery Company, Kiev, Ukraine. When a disaster happens, are you ready? Do you have the supplies you need to keep you and your family safe and survive? The Zombie Outpost Store in Wilmington, Ohio at Caesar Creek Flea Market stocks quality gear you need to be ready for the next emergency or even a camping trip. Visit zombieoutpoststore.com for location and hours. Check out our assortment of essentials you need when the next disaster happens. Go to zombieoutpoststore.com and 10% at checkout when you mention CounterCultureWise Radio. Be ready and be prepared. This show is brought to you in part by Pelosi Gourmet Ice Cream. Pelosi Ice Cream is as yummy as being third in line for the presidency and as cold as one of Nancy's glares. Try all of the great flavors in our lineup. Left Wing Lime, Power Mad Praline, Loose Denture Licorice, Vodka on the Rocky Road, Bad Orange Man Sherbet, Blowout Berry, and our brand new taste combo sensation, Impeach Mint. Whether you store it in your $25,000 freezer or lug it in your cooler as you walk aimlessly down Lombard Street while trying to avoid human feces, you'll love Pelosi Gourmet Ice Cream. Available at an overpriced upscale grocery store near you. Leaders, listen up. Do you feel like you can't get a dang thing done because of all the namsy-pamsy crybabies that want you to coddle their creativity? When you give orders, are you met with vacant stares only rivaled by a cocker spaniel? It's not them. It's you. You need to shape up. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Or they'll ship you out. Read the Sniper's Guide to Leadership. And you will become a more effective leader, communicator, and motivator. Forget smart goals and learn swift goals. Get the Sniper's Guide to Leadership in paperback, Kindle, and Nook. Today! Are you trapped in a bad relationship because you don't want to rock the boat? Are you timid about approaching your boss about that promotion even though you know you would be perfect for the position? Are your children running the house because you are reluctant to discipline them and come across as a big fat meanie? Then you need Grow a Set. Grow a Set is the all-natural supplement that stimulates the mental processes and hormones that inspire you to take action and reassert your self-worth. One daily dose of Grow a Set with lunch and dinner is all you need to go from wallflower to manpower, from wimpy to worthy, from mess to success. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about Grow a Set today. Use as directed for oral use only. Excessive use or overdose of Groaset may cause dizziness, nausea, and an uncontrollable urge to go to monster truck rallies. Keep out of reach of children. Epstein didn't kill himself. Neither did Harvey Weinstein or Tulsi Gabbard. If you experience diarrhea or vomiting, stop eating crappy fast food. The makers of Groaset are not responsible for adverse reactions to people who are using you as a welcome mat. Don't forget to floss. For more information, visit I don't want to be a wimpy little winnie anymore.com. In the 1930s, we downplayed the widespread famine in the Soviet Union. During World War II, we deliberately avoided the subject of the Holocaust and downplayed the genocide of Jews, which you have to admit was pretty progressive for a newspaper owned by them. We supported the invasion of Iraq and lied to our readers about getting information from biased sources. We have brought this proud tradition up to the modern age by following other so-called reliable news sources and making bold outlandish statements only to quietly retract them after the damage has been done. The New York Times. Journalism without limits or ethics, or common sense. Hi, everybody. This is Fritzina Fluffybottom. Did you know that we have a subscribe star? We do! There are lots of fabulous extra things on there that you can't get anywhere else, like outtakes, new books, and extra videos. And you can sign up for as little as $1. Our entire show is funded by you, our loyal viewers. Please make sure you sign up today so that Mommy and Daddy can get me shiny new bells for my collar, extra feathery toys, yummy crumbly cat food bowls made just for kitty cats, more cow pillows for my couch, name brand albacore tuna, my own pink news desk, stuffed animals that look like you. And we are back. Quite back. I've been enjoying watching a chat go back and forth. It's hilarious. You guys are great. <laughs> we appreciate your participation. <sighs> well, we do have a whole lot of news of the weird and wonderful coming up, but we want to fig- finish our um, extra super straight delicious woke is going to get us segment. <laughs> Maybe hop into a little bit of new abnormal, but did you want to celebrate the mass off? 
future, or did you want to do that later? We can do that now. I think that's a great time to do that. All right. So since the um, the Napper-in-Chief has declared that even after you get your vaccination, you're still going to have to wear masks indefinitely. And if you really, really, Before really behave do, yourself. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I might be suffering from a case of Bidenism myself. Have we played his speech? Yes, we didn't we? Yeah, we did. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Okay. Pretty sure. Now I'm doubting myself. Well, let's <laughs> ask our fine people in, in chat if they Folks, if they let heard. us know in chat if we forgot to play the because resident Because we want to do it in an order that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll just keep vamping until you let us know whether or not we played the president's speech because that would be an awful thing to do yeah. to, to not to not uh, publish and convey the current sitting president of the United States and what he has to say. Oh, wait, we already do that, don't we? Yeah. We already totally censor the sitting president. In fact, we ban him from all social media. But we here at Counterculture Wise would never, never dream of doing that. So <laughs> we want to make sure that the sitting resident in chief okay. is heard. We did. We did with a really heard. sad kazoo intro. Yes. Okay. okay. We, uh, we, we got so excited when we talked about all, everything and we just... Yeah, uh, ba Babu, have you... Well, I think the problem is, is that since we are eating our pie for pie day, which just happens to be lasagna... Every cat in the house, Fritzy, Max, everybody is in the studio right now. Um, if you check out our Instagram account, uh, not right this minute, but soon, uh, you can see Max at his post with his, his orange microphone. Oh, by the way, David, that, that was a very funny pun you made. <laughs> We're not going to say it. You, you, if, you want, if you want in, you have to get on you our website and go to chat. on our website and go yeah. to chat, yes. But yes, let's we do have masks some pun Meisters. All right. So what's going to happen if if the current resident chief actually does manage to make it four years uh, and possibly gets elected in for a second <laughs> round and um, Newsom isn't recalled uh, and everything goes the way that all the liberals want them to go and we're still wearing masks in the far, far future. Here is what that is going to look like. We take you now to April 30th, 2045, the day the masks finally came off. Welcome to the top of the world ballroom at the Metropolitan Hotel here in beautiful Culver City! I'm your host, Steve Vandenberg from K105, LA's greatest hits of yesterday and today. On behalf of everyone at K105 and all of our sister stations at MVR Broadcasting, it gives me great pleasure to welcome you to the biggest party in 25 years, the Great Mask Off Jam! We have some of the hottest artists of today performing live just for you tonight, including Four Kites in the Fog, MC Turd, King was his name. The Balkan Winters. And the number one act in the U.S., Bumpin' Cousins. We also have a special guest performance by classic hip-hop artist Cardi B singing from her new gospel album, Yo, Forgive Me Already. Yay. 
But first, it's that time, the moment we have been looking forward to for 25 years. We are the last state to do this, but we are still the best state to do this. Are you ready? I said, are you ready? All right, let's do this. The masks come off in five, four, three, two, one. Tell them off! Holy God, people. What's that smell? Welcome to CCW News This Morning. This is Maximilian von Riegelbeezer. Our top story today. What was supposed to be a celebration of a return to ordinary life in Southern California turned into a tragedy last night when 5,000 people tightly packed into a ballroom, unmasked at the same time, exposing each other to 5,000 cases of advanced halitosis. The resulting cloud of bad breath brought L.A.'s biggest concert event of the year to an end before it could even begin. Traffic was blocked even more than usual throughout the area to make way for police, paramedics, and other first responders. All of the local hospitals have reported that these inadvertent gas attack victims are in stable condition, and although there will be a long healing process involved, they expect no fatalities. Thank God! Speaking of God... Cardi B, who is scheduled to appear at the concert, issued a statement on her Instagram account stating that she is abandoning gospel music as she believes, and I quote, Ain't no God can allow a stank like that. Whether she was talking about the air, the event, her music, or herself, I leave that for you loyal viewers and listeners to decide. Coming up next on CCW Sports... High schools around the country adjust to having only biological females compete in girls' athletics again after more than 20 years. Will these events have an audience again, or has that race been run, so to speak? We will find out more when we return after these messages. This is not Bubba Walters. It is no longer 2020, but this is your new abnormal. We do this together. By July the 4th, there's a good chance you, your families and friends, will be able to get together in your backyard or in your neighborhood and have a cookout and a barbecue and celebrate Independence Day. We're not talking about a July 4th celebration on the mall. People are coming across without being tested. Some people are tested who are positive, and then they're put released to get on a bus and go to the interior of the United States. And uh, what am I doing here? There is a crisis on the Texas border right now. This crisis is a result of President Biden's open border policies. To come out of this moment, that's what we've been saying, a lot of us have been saying for a long time. I see most of you have some kind of lanyard on your neck. Did you have to go through any kind of security to get here? So you're going to go through security to get into the uh, Pelosi compound, and yet people are walking across the border just freely. We will issue further guidance on what you can and cannot do once. 
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Fully vaccinated. The children who arrived alone are detained inside Border Patrol holding cells for days or weeks in violation of a court order as they wait for shelter space that's nearing 100% capacity. The government has canceled pandemic restrictions at the shelters to fit more children. And I want to thank the, the, my, uh, the guy who runs that outfit over there. I am the Democratic Party right now. Yes, you most certainly are. Yeah, I wouldn't claim that if I were you, buddy. I mean, you are, but... He's pretty proud of it. <laughs> yeah, whether he should or not. They can but have anyway. Him. So, <laughs> All right, getting back to the new normal, let's talk about Newspeak. So, yeah, I mean, Chuck E. Farley will have a little bit more on this in, in a future segment, but what we've got going on here is dictionary.com, which is the... The go-to for most people. I mean, you could go to merriamwebster.com also if you wanted a dictionary. Yeah. But most people just go to dictionary.com because Merriam is too hard to spell. And Theosaurus is too hard to spell, but there's a button on dictionary.com. There you go. All right, so there has been their biggest update ever. Over 15,000 entries updated on topics ranging from race and sexual orientation to climate and Internet culture. So... Certain words like COVID-19 touched off asymptomatic, viral load, and social distance. Um, <laughs> he said load. Hey, he said load. Hey. Well, I think the most interesting one are the ones that are taking a an adjective and turning it into a verb because that somehow makes it better. For instance, if we were to talk about a Tubman, we're no longer allowed to say she was a, a slave. You have mm-hmm. to say she was enslaved, which somehow makes it better. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how that works. It doesn't really change history. They want it to. Yeah. But, I mean, both statements are true. She was enslaved and she was a slave. Yeah. So, I clearly don't, so what they're saying is to call her a slave is to somehow offend her because, you know, she's... Um, but that makes her a thing, whereas to say she was enslaved is a person who a thing happened to. I mean, I kind of sort of get it-ish. Yeah. It's just, it's so virtue signally that it, it just doesn't, it doesn't ring true. 
you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, they have this big, elaborate explanation about chattel slavery and blah de blah de blah which basically boils down to slavery is bad, okay? They could address the slavery currently going on. Don't we talk about that, like, virtually every week? Yep. yep. Oh, yeah. There is still slavery in the Middle East and in Africa that, um, by the way, was not only restarted by the Obama administration, but is now being funded, kind of, by the Biden administration. But we won't talk too much about that because mm, nobody pays attention to it. It doesn't exist. Yeah. We could talk about something that happened 300 years ago because what's actually happening now doesn't count. So a lot of um, a lot of terms are being used now. I'm going to defend this in a way by saying I realize that English is an active, evolving, alive language. All right, we need to communicate. We want to stay up to date. I get that. And certain archaic terms. We don't use anymore, like malarkey. <laughs> and vote. And vote, yeah. <laughs> and elected. <laughs> We're freaking Fritzy out. She's still in the oh, studio, sorry, but she's Fritz. pounding the door she's to like, get out you now. You guys are going to make these noises. I'm out of here. <laughs> so certain things like, certain terms like eco-anxiety. Exactly. Yeah. Emotional support animal. Like Me too. And... AF, yes, that AF, are officially in the dictionary. That's not a word. That's an acronym. How dare you? You're, you're, just, you're just as outdated AF. Still an acronym. <laughs> <laughs> Still an acronym. Just and, of like course, s- the most important thing for them was capitalizing the word black when referring to people. Now, I was always under the impression that it had been done that way already. No. And black I mean, I, isn't a race. And it's I had always... Like white isn't a race. I, it's so well, stupid. I had, always, I had always capitalized black in reference to people in my writing. I don't recall a time when I ever didn't. A- am, am I out of touch? Am I in touch? What am I doing? Where am I touching? Apparently, uh, you're ahead of your time, but you better stop touching people or you're going to get me too Oh, that's true. <laughs> Of course, they're also doing the same thing for hyphens like Afro-Latina, Afro-Latino, and, of course, Afro-Latina. Which, by the way, um, Mexican people despise being called Latinx. It's dumb. It is really dumb. It's really dumb. Only, only the most far-left college. By the way, not all Mexicans have brown skin. In fact, most Mexicans have white skin, just so, you know, that's out there. Yeah. And Filipina, Filipinx, Pene, Panoi, Pinksy. Pink, Pinksy? And Isn't white that what you feed snakes? And white splain. That's what I like to do all day long. I white, white splain, splain things to my audience. Also. All right. This wall here is white, see? And I, you white. need to use that same accent for the word I'm about to say now. Homosexual. Homer? You know what I'm That's saying? Homosexual. You're supposed to say gay, gay man or gay woman. <laughs> and you, and instead of homosexuality, gay sexual orientation. By the way, homosexuality is still... A scientific term. So that why they're they why they're like deciding it. to be unscientific? They don't like it, and science is icky. Science. Here's the thing, and both sides do this. They only believe in science as long as it fits their agenda. Okay. Not me. I believe it's, in science. Period. Well, good, but you're not. You're not a traditional conservative libertarian. No, I'm somebody who's actually um, uh, taught science, so I've got had here, to learn um, it. 
classical liberal whatever you are today. I don't even know what to call ourselves anymore because I've evolved. Me? Well, you, me? Okay, anyway. Well, there's that. Yeah, let, let's not. You are still married to me. Yeah. And I'm running and around with no teeth in my head, of so course, what do I know? They're, they're also using the word pride with a capital P as a separate so definition. Just. Yeah, not, not, we're a family show. Yeah. I mean, you've already uttered the F word, so we're stunk for that I for that week. utter it. I dropped it. I dropped that bitch. <laughs> we implemented our changes to addict in parallel with revisions to the sometimes offensive noun alcoholic. Which we now define as a person with alcoholism or alcohol use disorder, a person addicted to intoxicating drinks. Alcohol use disorder, are we? Alcohol use disorder. Oh my God, nobody takes responsibility for anything anymore. Okay, you know what? This is it. There are no white supremacists. They have a black vision disorder. It's a disease. You, you, cannot, you cannot be upset with them because it's not their fault. Domesticated animals enrich our lives and contribute to our general happiness, but the specific physical, emotional, and cognitive benefits they can provide, as well as the training, legal status, and scope of work they have therein, they use the word therein, so they, they're serious about what they're doing, varies. Wait. We defined... Animals have legal standing now? We, we defined and distinguished the terms for six, six such animals... Assistance animal, emotional support animal, comfort animal, companion animal, service animal, therapy animal. So basically, animals. 30 years after the passage of the Americans with Disabilities Act, it's more vital than ever to give, as one highlight, service animal, its lexicographical due, an animal that is specifically trained and able to provide assistance to a person living with a disability as guiding a blind person. All of a sudden, all of a sudden I feel like I'm, ta- to I'm talking like, not Joe Friday, but... Dan Aykroyd's version of Joe Friday from the <laughs> Dragnet movie with Tom Hanks. If that's not an obscure reference, I don't know what is. It's a city of crime. <laughs> Good movie. Fun movie. Never saw it. Oh, it's, it's funny. I don't think I ever saw the original Dragnet. Oh, the original show is 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 a hoot. It's it's a it's a police procedural. That's, it would, that's Jack. What's his name from? Yeah, Jack Webb. Jack Webb and oh. Harry Morgan. Not not Jack Klugman. I get those two. No, 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 Jack Webb. Mm-hmm. And uh, part for part of it, it was Harry Morgan, who later became even more famous on MASH. But Oh, my God, I love him. Yeah, he's a great actor. But he there was they're both very straight-faced, straight-laced, yeah. very procedural, and timely for its time. It started in 67. Well, actually. Timely for its time. Well, you know what the <laughs> fucking <laughs> thing In the... In the at the time it came out, you know, never mind. <laughs> never mind. That's much better than being timely for another time. <laughs> Melanie, we don't have the time. So, oh, oh. timely. Uh, <laughs> no, it started off as a radio show, became a long running TV show, and then they uh, parodied it. Uh, folks very in well. the chat are saying it was a Marine family show. <laughs> From a family of Marines, I can definitely see us watching that. All right. um, So, So, yeah, we have to to talk about this because this is too funny. So, first of all, a shout out to I Wish, who was a a contemporary. um, I will never. We we can barely clean his boots. He's so far up there. But um, Tim Pool, who who, uh, was one of the original 
basically one of the original independent reporters, mm-hmm. basically, uh, circumventing the whole – I mean, he started out with Vox, and, and he expanded from there. So if you're not aware of who he is, check him out. Um, Tim Cast. Tim Cast Tim Cast, on, Tim Pool. On uh, different – Different Pretty much video. everywhere, yeah. Yeah, I was, I'm not going to say the YT thing again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just done with that. Uh, so if you haven't heard of him. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, I don't agree with everything he says. He he is more of a classic liberal, kind of like what we say we are. Um, but he leans a little bit more left than we do. He really believes in big government and, and social programs and all this stuff. But he was kind of red-pilled. <laughs> yeah. uh, and actually did he, – he was a Bernie bro and actually ended up voting for Trump this last round, which of course makes him alt-right, crazy, Nazi, even though nobody – Which he's not. No, not even by any by any he's frust- measurement. frustratingly left. In fact, he even jokes that he's a milk toast fence sitter, which he is. <laughs> so he realized that uh, Twitter is garbage. Twitter is absolute, absolute cesspool, flaming dumpster fire garbage. And anyone who's on Twitter is there for two reasons. One is to virtue signal, and the other is to troll. I will give you two guesses which one I am, and the first one doesn't count. <laughs> so I've pr- I have an account, but I haven't been on it in ages. Mm-hmm. I just I just don't bother anymore. But counterculture-wise is on Twitter for one yes, reason and one reason only. <laughs> to, to stir up the pot. Oh, my God, <clears> and it's so funny because they are... And it doesn't even take that much stirring. No. I mean, you don't and even have to apply heat most of the time. so seriously... They just think they are so much better than you. And, and the minute you cite a fact, blocked. I've been blocked by so many people. I have never – the only thing I've ever blocked on Twitter are ads. I've never blocked another human being. I have. And I get blocked on a daily basis. Mm. Um, so when the uh, apocalypse hit, when they, they um, yeeted the current sitting president of the United States, uh, they also got rid of – thousands of accounts so we're down to like a couple hundred followers um because pretty much everybody who followed us no longer has an account and i'm blown away that we're still on there because we have been put in twitter jail more times than i can count and i'm such a bitch because <laughs> i'm the one who usually does this that when one of our our twitter uh, one of our tweets gets taken down for violating whatever in the hell stupid ass thing they came Everybody up with that week with a, yeah I don't say racist things. I don't really say sexist things. Um, I 
try not to necessarily be mean to anybody except politicians. But we've been taken down multiple times for violating whatever made-up bullshit or I, I got turned in once for something stupid that was totally unrelated. Uh, <laughs> you have two choices. Either you wait it out because if you're unless you're a blue check and you're way up high on there, there's nobody to talk to. Nobody just like on, on YouTube, you have no say. Nobody will look at your account. It's all done by bots. You can't appeal. You, you, you can't, you know, state your case. There's there's nothing in place. So basically it's like a bot is like, yeah, screw you. We don't like you. You're off. Or or on Twitter, now you can't do this on YouTube, on Twitter. You can just say, okay, fine, Mia Culpa, I delete the tweet, and then they'll let you back into your own account, which I do after I take a screenshot of the original offending tweet, and then the first thing I tweet is that, is screenshot, that screenshot, which is funny because I've never been taken down for the screenshots of the offending tweets that got us taken down. So if you ever want to She works see, so hard on this. I just <laughs> let her do it. I don't yeah, work that hard. I, I check in there maybe once a day. So, <laughs> One more day than I do. Really, really, and on Facebook, it's even better because it really pisses people off when they when they get some gotcha comment and they're like, oh, me, 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 me. And they don't hear from you for like a week. Oh, you got nothing to say? It's like, no, I just had better things to do than reply to some socialist insane person who's still talking about Who's gonna build the roads? It's like, oh my god! It's like that has been, that is the oldest, tiredest, dumbest excuse for an argument ever. It's like, no, we need to extort everybody and take their money so that we can have these god awful roads with potholes that are paroled by officers who don't keep the peace. They just write tickets so that we can pay for more not fixed roads and our elected officials can live in mansions yeah that that sounds helpful that yeah let's live in that society i mean that's always our first you can build the roads well who built the roads before your sorry commie ass was born <laughs> and and were they built better with better materials and faster? Did we have to wait for some union to say it's okay to fill in a damn pothole? Because I'll tell you what, we have lived on this street for, what, six, seven years now? Yeah. It's been torn <clears throat> up at least twice a year. Every year we've lived here, and not once have they actually fixed the damn potholes. <laughs> That's our taxpayer and our tax Well, tax I mean, it's like they, they use the short term, just splotch some stuff in there and, and expect us to draw. And then three months later, it's back to where it was before, only worse. Mm -hmm. Rather than spending the extra money, putting it, putting in concrete or, and, and asphalt that's going to last longer. And they could just do it right the first time. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, do it right but the first But they won't time. because unions. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of went down a rabbit hole there. Yeah, you <laughs> do that. bunnies everywhere. Anyway, Tim Pool, getting back to Tim Pool, he realized that Twitter is an absolute cesspool. The people on there are morons. And what happens is all the mainstream media follow each other mm -hmm. and only talk to each other and have absolutely no clue what's going on in the real world. Right. Like none. And they don't fact check either. So they'll see a tweet stating something, and they're like, oh, well, that's bad, or oh, that's great. And they'll actually write stories on those tweets. 
Now, the way things have happened, if you look at Wikipedia, which, by the way, people will use Wikipedia as a source, and that just proves that you have less than two brain cells to rub together. Wikipedia is not a source. You can edit Wikipedia articles. I Anybody have. can edit Wikipedia articles. And Wikipedia is owned by not just leftists, but leftists who have had lobotomies and then took drugs. Seriously? Yeah, the, these guys are so far left. I mean, you go on there and they've got here's here's little lefty fence pole sitting, wish milk toast, uh, Bernie bro, Tim Pool. You go to to Wikipedia and he's a far right activist in bed with Hitler. It's like okay, these guys, and of course the sources they cite are just insane. So how it were, and he figured this out. So I'm actually really impressed with this. Since they only follow each other on Twitter, they're in this echo chamber. Mm-hmm. And what they'll do, and, and this is exactly what they did with the whole PP tape and Russian collusion and all the BS, is one source, Yahoo, in, in, in the PP tape thing, they will report a story. The backup for that story is another Yahoo writer who made it up. But since they can go back and say, oh, well, it was published on this day and this time, then this is our source, our unnamed source, and therefore it's true. So they're actually circling back, wink, wink, to the original source, which was themselves who made it up. <laughs> and, and now that they can go back and say, oh, this is where we found it, and therefore it's a verifiable source, wink, wink, um, it's, it's fact. And then they can put it on Wikipedia. But if you are the person who they're reporting on and you have first-hand knowledge of the actual quote or like you're yourself, that's not considered a credible source. You cannot change it on Wikipedia. So Tim Poole figured this out. And I'm really, really condensing this. So go go watch his his current video because it's hilarious. And he said, well, if they're going to do this, and they're going to say, you know, so-and-so said this on a tweet. And then a second source reports on the tweet. And then they take that as doctrine that that's what that person believes and that's what that person said. And then they report it to Wikipedia. So now that person is an ist or a phobe or whatever he said. And you can't correct it. Then why not just do what he's calling contra-tweeting? Post-absolute nonsense because eventually what will happen is it'll filter back to all these other vox vice you know all these things uh, and eventually on wikipedia that so and so said this thing and you know he's not allowed to say no i didn't or it was just a joke um so therefore it's true and then vox will come in and say yeah i read it in a tweet that 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 vice printed and 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 then buzzfeed will come in and say oh my god it's so true because vox said that vicey said that that you know naomi's cousin's mom's uncle twice removed read it in a tweet and here's the screenshot and it becomes doctrine so to prove this he did exactly and i'm sorry tim if you ever listen to this which i know you won't because you're a bajillionaire but if you were to ever accidentally hear this This is exactly what Rush Limbaugh did. Mm -hmm. Rush Limbaugh on his show would come out and say, 
here's what the press tomorrow is going to say that I said. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying this right now to prove to you that they are fake news. Because this is what they're going to take, and this is what they're going to say I said. And we all listening right now know I didn't actually say this. Mm-hmm. So Tim, yesterday, post, impeach Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> this was in response to an um, interview with the I, Meghan Markle Meghan and Harry, Meghan blah, blah, blah racism, yada, yada. Blah, 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 so, you know, rich, pretty white chick living in a bajillion dollar mansion pretends she has, you know, a drop of black blood in her. So now everybody's racist. Wham, wham, wham. Yeah. Wham, wham, wham. You know, gold digging actress lands a, a ginger prince who's even not. All I'm saying is we need to do a genetic test on this one because he do not look like his daddy. <laughs> Just putting that I out there. Shut my face. He do not look like his daddy. <laughs> shut my face about his race, yo. Now let's go no. back as far as we can and see how many gingers are in the royal line. Just saying, I know how genetics work. Okay. So <laughs> in light of all this, he, he literally posts, just like the Burger King thing, mm-hmm. impeach Queen Elizabeth. And then a whole bunch of laughing face emojis. Mm-hmm. And then there, there's a uh, meme going around. I, I don't know what the show is from, but it's a, a big show right now where she's winking like, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. They took it for gospel. They are literally reporting. Here I am on, it's M-E-A-W-W. Meow. I don't know what that is, but they're pretending like they're a news source. They're kind of like Vox. Oh, okay. So they're pretending that they're a news source. Yeah. Uh, literally a headline, uh, March 10th. Can Queen be impeached? Call for Monarch's removal after Meghan and Harry's racism claim on Oprah interview. Several people criticized the monarchy for its ignorant response, which failed to address the actual issues raised by the sexists. Thanks for all the S's, assholes. With some calling for impeachment of the Queen. (laughs) Sorry, I can't do this. Okay, so the actual tweet. Impeach Queen Elizabeth, and it has 5.3 thousand likes. <laughs> people are retweeting this bitch. And then, of course, you have people answering, let's call Congress into session because we're the world police, right? <laughs> well, we are. The, but... This guy's serious, though. Mm-hmm. He wasn't joking. Somebody else, then let's make it happen. <laughs> and, of course, I think this person was trolling. And they said before or after her next election. But the article is treating these as serious. And they literally say, however, there were a number of people who made fun of Poole's demand. As a person tweeted, we love you, Tim, but don't mess with our queenie. That's not making fun that you being so damn stupid that you think you can impeach a queen. (laughs) The second person says, wait. If she gets impeached, won't that mean? And then they put up a picture of Prince Charles. No, no, no. Um, folks, that's not how monarchies work. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> and then, of course, this person took it really seriously and says, that would require Brits to have a revolution. And despite everything, they're middle class, well-fed, and have free Medicare and a state pension. So that revolution is a way of still... Uh, barring global catastrophes. Actually had a guy come in and do the actually. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, are people.
people this well, his, dumb? Well, uh, his tag is Deep Green Dude on Twitter. People are literally this stupid, and this is where... Uh, folks, this is a news article. This is an actual news article. So we have this archived. It'll be on uh, counterculturewise.com if you want to check out. This is an actual news article. They actually took this seriously. So um, he has kind of made it his mission to just tweet nonsense. And eventually he says he hopes that his his uh, Wikipedia page will just be absolute utter nonsense, just garbage. So he's been coming out saying things like, you know, he's really proud of our, our current leadership in, in, in bombing the Middle East and things like that. And so they've been calling him, you know, a MAGA hat wearing Trump supporting Nazi this, that, and the other. And now he's like, oh, I'm so proud of our current president and the bombing in Iraq. And they don't know what to do with him. It's hilarious. But, yeah, congratulations on that because that was far, far good. So. Oh, our favorite person. I'm I'm a big Batman fan, and Melanie must have brought this one on because I have no idea what this <laughs> is about. Let's have us a look. I'm going to love this. <clears throat> All right. So it's another thing here. As attacks on Asian American communities continue, we're asking New Yorkers to show up for their neighbors and intervene when witnessing hateful violence or harassment. Okay, so a little bit of background. Please. <clears throat> Not so much in New York, but mostly in L.A. There, have been, there has been a significant increase in attacks against Asian Americans. Not even Chinese, just Asian in general. In general, right. Okay. So I, we've got video after video after video of people just running up to these poor, hapless, most of them elderly, and, like, shoving them to the ground. A couple have actually died mm. because these people are shoving them so hard. And, of course, whose fault is that? Theirs. No, no, honey, it's Trump's fault. Everybody knows that racist attacks against Asians are because Trump used the term China virus. Oh. Even though this has been happening long before he was ever president, and there's one other tiny problem with that. Let's hear it. 100% of the assailants are black. All of them. All of them. In fact, there was an article that came out that Shirlane de Blasty Hole's uh, black Sh wife. Shirlane McRae, and she's. Yeah. His, his, which, I mean, come on, let's just say it. She's a trophy wife. Give me a break. Um, I don't know. She has a mask over her face. When they posted the article, oh, yeah, she's virtue signaling hard with the mask over her face. When they uh, posted the article about the, the increase, you know, violence against Asians and racism and white supremacy and this is evil and this is awful, the picture that they had to use for the article, since they couldn't find an instance of a white person attacking an Asian, the picture they used was from a sketch comedy. Yeah, they could not even find an instance. So they had to take it from, I don't know if it was SNL or one of the others, but it was basically a sketch comedy. And it was um, a white girl making a face at an Asian girl. It could have been like the Miss Swan thing, I don't know, but... Yeah, they couldn't even find an instance. So these are all on video, and you can see that it's it's the didn't do's doing it. Hmm. And this has been a long going thing. This is why you had the rooftop Koreans with their with their sniper rifles, mm -hmm. because they were coming to to bash in their windows and loot their stores, and they weren't having it. So there's been this ongoing thing. What I think is brilliant is that not only is it Trump's fault, even though it's been going on for a long time. 
And not only is it not whites doing it to Asians, but it doesn't matter because white supremacy, the Asians are blaming themselves. That's part of the culture. <laughs> Quite unfortunately. <laughs> very unfortunately. Yeah, so when they see, oh, wait, it's not white people doing this, so it's not white supremacy, it must be our fault. Mm. And it, it's, mm. it's, it's insane. Not the younger woke ones, not not the older ones that actually have brains left in their heads that haven't been pounded into the cement. So this woman, <laughs> this ivory tower elitist, who whose husband you know goes against his own mandates, who is running a a, a, a state that is basically garbage, who whose whose mayor is a a rapist and a grandma murderer. She comes out and says, in a state, by the way, with incredibly strict gun control, so you're not allowed to arm yourself. In fact, they even have laws against being allowed to wear body armor. Not only are you allowed to protect yourself, you're not even allowed, not, you're not allowed to defend yourself. You're not even allowed to protect yourself, which I don't get. Why would you say you're not allowed to wear body, body armor? How does that make any sense at all? But there's actual laws on the books for that. So she comes out and she wants everybody to be Batman. Oh, if you see somebody being attacked, you should step in. No, honey. Here, what, here's what happens. If I'm walking down the street and I see a poor Asian man being accosted by a black man and I get between him and the black man, I have committed a hate crime and I will go to jail because that's how your laws work. Unbelievable. So she, she's got like a multiple tweet thing about, oh, fear is normal and blah, blah. Yeah, because you disarmed us, bitch. Here's the five Ds and ways that we can de-escalate. So you're telling me if I witness a six-foot-five black guy come up and shove a five-foot-two Asian senior citizen to the ground, I'm supposed to come up and distract, take attention away from the person causing harm. Too late, boo. And then what happens when me, my little unarmed self, gets between big, angry, black dude shoving little, innocent Asian guy to the ground? Now I'm in trouble. The hate crime incident survivor situation. Try interrupting it. <laughs> this woman has never been outside. No. She's literally never been outside. She certainly is walking the streets of which, you know, she is first lady. She's never been outside. Two, delegate. Scan a situation to assess the risk and determine how best to intervene and delegate tasks. Delegate to whom? To whom? Do, do you, uh, wait, 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 right there. Pick up the phone. Bob, Steve, Joe, uh, could you come over here? We find got, we got someone a in a position here. of authority. You mean those cops you defunded? Th th those ones? Yeah, um, okay. Number three, document. Support a person in crisis by recording on your phone or writing notes. I'm sorry, um, Jamal. Would you be kind enough to just, like, hold your fist right there? That, great, great, great. Okay, let me do a sketch really quick. Oh, you broke my phone. Oh, oh, you broke my hand, and you took my pencil. Damn. And I'm going to jail for a hate crime. <laughs> oh, my God. Number four, delay. Check with a survivor after the incident. He's dead. <laughs> this shows them that they are valued. Because shoving his face against the garage until he died wasn't 
showing him. Yeah, ask how they're doing. Uh, his brains are kind of splattered all over the sidewalk. I'm kind of see how he's doing there. And by the way, that guy's getting away because there's no cops left in the city. Number five, direct. Respond directly to the aggressor. <laughs> she has literally never been outside. Oh my God, that lion is eating that guy. Excuse me, Mr. Lion, sir. Would you be kind enough to, oh, that didn't work. Whoopsie doodle. Famous last words. And now I'm in jail for a hate crime. Or eaten. <laughs> God. This woman or has literally... actually be? Lit and of course we get all the clappy hands and all the different colors and be there for your neighbor and blah, 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 blah. And of course uh, the rest of us same people are posting um, Yang Zhang, 46, say his name, stumbled upon two groups of men battling, uh, got between them and was murdered. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, <laughs> people are posting the Batman meme because that's freaking hilarious. Uh, the Spider-Man meme. Yeah. This woman has literally never come down from her ivory tower long enough to look at the state that she her husband has She had enough education to spell clue, destroyed. though, I'm pretty sure. Her husband has destroyed that state, and this is her answer to it. Her city. This, this is the... What? Isn't she the governor? No, the mayor's wife. Oh, the I'm mayor now getting confused. Which get, one is the one that killed all the, all the grandies? De Blasio is the, is the de mayor. De Blasio is the mayor. And, and you keep, you keep referring big to... Fredo's brother is Cuomo the, is the one you keep referring okay, to. Okay, I get him backwards. All right. They're, you know, once you get they're, to the I mean, yeah, they're cut from the corrupt, same cloth, and they're both corrupt they, and, they and out of the touch. They sound the same. Yeah, eh, meh. I, that's right. One's, one's a purist single dude, and the other's got a token. Okay, I gotcha. All right. I I. I I've got them unarranged now. So it's Mayor de Blasty Hole. Mayor de Blasty Hole. Governor, Governor Fredo's brother. Governor Fredo Brothers. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm better now. Hey. Hey. We are, <laughs> you, get not, off of my cloud. We are rounding around to the uh, second hour. We have lots of new abnormal to share, but I really wanted to share some good news. Well, we could do so. news. That we, we, this is our show, darn it. And right. We can, do, um, we, can, we can change it around. So uh, we're going to talk – I'm going to save these for next week because I want to talk about some of the good stuff. So yeah. uh, we've talked a little bit about teachers throwing temper tantrums to punish their students. Um, these are all things that are timeless. I'm sure they'll still be there. Uh, I think we did talk about the student who got passed and then his mom got all upset because he wasn't going to graduate with his 0 0.13 GPA and is sadly ranked near the 60th percentile of his class because racism – um, I think we mentioned briefly uh, parents putting their children into solitary confinement. So we'll, we'll get back to these. Evolution is eugenics. Yeah, I think we've talked about some of these. So let's say we launch into News of the Weird and Wonderful, and then we'll have plenty to talk about with our wine of the week. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> uh, where'd it go? Where'd it go? Oh, you know what? Let's listen to Chuck, and then we'll come back with our... News of the Weird and Wonderful. That way we can take a check, get our... Take a check. Take a, take a break. Check. <laughs> yeah. We'll take checks, too, counterculturewise.com. We'll take a break, and we'll come back with one of the week and Good News stuff. of the Weird and Wonderful. But first... And now, CCW News presents Holy Crap! This is Actually Happening! Pi Day 2021 Edition... I'm Chuck U. Farley. 
since the devastating loss of the Trump bump and a current administration that has to be woken up to take naps, the New York Times has finally given up on reporting anything that could possibly be construed as truth or news. They began their new format with a 1619 project and culminated with interviewing Josh Hawley's middle school teacher, but then took it one step further in a hard-hitting interview with his prom date. To keep up with changing times, Dictionary.com has added 600 new words, including the correct spelling and capitalization of COVID-19, a special entry for Zoom and hybrid learning, and slang terms such as Finnin, AF, and Me Too. The go-to website for definitive definitions has also updated many of its entries, including the meaning of the word literally, which now literally means figuratively. Representative Al Green says that he was unafraid to ward off the non-existent hordes of insurrectionists planned for the March 4th Nothing Burger as he sat on the steps of the U.S. Capitol behind fencing, razor wire, and 15,000 armed National Guard troops. He promises to sit in that same spot through the next non-insurgents planned for March 20th based on intel from a conspiracy organization which bases its projections on a conspiracy theory based on the QAnon conspiracy theory that is no longer a thing. He has kept his calendar free should they move the date to April 1st, May 19th, June 19th, July 4th, or whenever Pelosi needs another spa day. When White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki was pressed about the 300% increase of unaccompanied minors at the border, she responded that border security was not our department and told reporters to speak to DHS. That same reporter replied that DHS was, indeed, under the executive branch and that DHS had deflected back to them. Saki again said she would not confirm numbers as national border security was not their program. The reporter and Saki went back and forth again until both shouting in unison, I don't know, third base. After shutting down all pipeline work and effectively ending U.S. oil independence, Former Vice President Biden once again turned to foreign oil, beginning with bombing the daylights out of Syria. Secretary Saki reported that the Napper-in-Chief was simply too busy to meet with the press or ally leaders, so VP Kamala Harris was sent into negotiations with Israel's Netanyahu. To deflect from showing such weakness in the U.S. government, Biden bombed the daylights out of Syria. On Wednesday, Biden announced that he needed, quote, General, uh, I call him General, you know, the guy who runs the outfit down there, to ensure that we deal with those folks who do the, you know, the thing, end quote. Without a clue as to what Biden was alluding to, the Pentagon reverted to the old go-to and bombed the daylights out of Syria. Authorities were called into the Oval Office this week due to a, quote, biting incident, end quote. The Secret Service was pleased to find that it was one of the resident German shepherds and not Joe biting his wife again. After the dogs were quickly and quietly shipped back to Delaware, Biden's handlers allowed him to do his very first sort of solo, sort of address to the nation. The short scripted speech focused on a single talking point, that if we all behave ourselves, do exactly as he orders, and do not ask any questions, he may allow us to celebrate Independence Day in our own backyards. Lucky us. Thanks, Fuhrer. Reaction to his speech was as expected. The dislike ratio was so high on YouTube that the platform had to disable comments and the mainstream media's totally genuine outpouring of affection and adoration was so extraordinary that Biden now is a fetish category on Pornhub. 
For CCW News, this has been Holy Crap, This Is Actually Happening. I'm Chuck U. Farley. Good night, and God help us. In this digital society, making connections is quickly becoming a lost art form. Yet, if you are a small business owner, building your network is the only way you can get ahead. Can these skills be learned? You bet they can. Read Nose to Nose Networking, no-nonsense in-person networking tips from a master. Who's the master? Well, who better to teach networking and friend-building skills than a golden retriever? The author, Melanie Hope, takes the antics of Abigail and translates them into the human experience. Through Abby, you will learn how to set your intention, build a network, and get into and out of conversations with grace. If you love the Dog Abby segments on our show, you will love nose-to-nose networking even more. Find it on Amazon and Barnes and Noble in hard copy or on Kindle or Nook. Visit counterculturewise.com for direct links. You never know when an emergency is going to happen. Whether stuck on the road, riding out a power outage, escaping a natural disaster, or surviving a doomsday apocalypse, what would you do? Disaster can strike at any time. Join hosts Nick Pierce and Sophie Prince for NP Media's exclusive prepping and survival program, Are You Ready? Fridays, 8 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Listen to Are You Ready? and Be Prepared. Are you tired of your neighbor's loud Wednesday night parties? Is your boss a jerk? Has someone's inane social media posts driven you to drink? We have the answer. You've been dogged. Cleanup service has been the number one doggy mess cleanup service for over 40 years. And for the first time ever, we are offering an exciting new service we know you'll love. For a low additional fee, we will take the poop we scoop from your yard and under cover of darkness, fling it at the home of your choice. It's strictly confidential, discreet, and safe. Dial 1-877-FLING-IT to sign up today and we can be demoralizing and desecrating your neighbor tomorrow. You've been dogged. You're number one for number two. Are you sick of sitting out east to dinner or getting stuck with salad? Are you tired of having bacon and eggs without the bacon? Do you wish you could sink your chops into some pork chops? At Verstucken Farms, we feel your pain. Introducing the world's first kosher pork. Blessed by me, Rabbi Yutzi. It's good, I promise. Would I steer you wrong? Whether it's tukish or snook, you're gonna love Verstucken Farms kosher pork. I eat it all the damn time.
These are triggering times between mean bosses forcing you to work your full shift as scheduled, having to actually be considerate to your fellow human beings, especially your friends and loved ones, and also having to constantly endure microaggressions from people who honestly believe they're innocent and have the best of intentions, not to mention orange man bad, the world can make you want to pull your blue hair right out of your head bark like a dog and scream re at the top of your lungs. Yes, the world is a scary place, but your car doesn't have to be. Introducing the Toy Motor Safe Space, the first SUV designed and marketed for millennial college students and the professors who inspire and influence them. With 23 cubic feet of storage space, you'll have plenty of room to store your picket signs, your crayons, your stuffed animals, and your emotional support iguana. Each seat has its own retractable blankets and booster seat style double seat belts to cradle and comfort you. The bubble wrap enhanced bumpers will give you that college feeling even when you are on the road. Additional safety and comfort features include our patented Re-Horn, allowing you to make your presence known without a toxic masculine blast, a state-of-the-art smart sound system that automatically blocks out conservative talk show hosts and country music, and of course, bad year tires, the tires that always veer left. This fine SUV is solar-powered, and when the sun isn't shining, your retractable blankets allow it to be wind-powered. It's a virtual Green New Deal on wheels. Our premier model is available in your choice of Lives Matter Black or Antifa Blood Red. Arrive at your mostly peaceful protests in style and comfort with the new Toy Motor Safe Space. Toy Motor, where do you think you're going? I am Counterculture Wises's intrepid field reporter, Ms. Fritzina Fluffybottom. The NSPJ says that I am outstanding in my field, so here I am outstanding in my field to give you some great news. Did you know that we have merchandise? We do. There are all kinds of things here, from t-shirts to stickers to cups and totes and tapestries and hoodies and tumblers and notepads. Mommy says that the store has all of your favorite spoofware, like the Starcox logo and the fumbling bumbling investigator's emblem. One of the things that Mommy says is moving fast is the cow pillow. I don't know what that means. I'm not even really sure what a cow is, but Mommy says that cows make milk and I like milk, so I must like cows. Plus, I sleep on pillows, so this has got to be one of the best things in the whole store. Well, that and all the things that have a picture of me on them. You can support us in many ways, and this is one of the most funnest. Visit counterculturewise.com to buy your cow pillow today! Counterculture Wise is proud to present News of the Weird and Wonderful. Here are your hosts, Melanie Hope and Jim Monis. Hey, we are back for the third hour with Weird and Wonderful News. I want to start. In fact, you know what? I'm going to start. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Why don't you start? I'm going to do that. I'm going to start by, oh, pretty. Jim just brought me a lovely piece of key lime pie. Yum, yum. Happy Pie Day, everyone. I hope you're celebrating with pizza, and in our case, lasagna and pie. And we are going to add to our celebration with our wine of the week. So let's learn about our wine of the week. This is a Pinot Noir from California, 2019. 
and it's called Prophecy. And the label is gorgeous. Yeah, it's nice. Love the label. So if you want to see the label, check it out, counterculturewise.com. We always post a picture of the wine of the week on our website. At Prophecy Wines, our inspiration comes from the beauty of the harvest and the possibility of greatness in a glass. And just so we are aware, one of our listeners sent us wine corks that have our logo and golden retrievers, and we're actually using one of those in our wine of the week as we pre-corked it because that's how good we are. <clears throat> so we have our counterculture-wise cork in our wine of the week. So thank you for that. Um, wines are drawn from our premier global vineyard sites, individually selected to bear each of the varietals, mm -hmm. divining, nah, you're making the person with no teeth read this, defining characteristics. Prophecy Pinot Noir showcases the best of California. This wine is elegant and medium-bodied with luscious layers of verdure cherry and a raspberry, complemented by complex spice notes, leading to a velvety, smooth finish. So well, I'll bet let's you just anything. See how smooth this is. I'll bet you anything. Jim says it would go well with meat. It yes. usually does. <laughs> In this case, I hope it goes well with key lime pie. Doesn't that just sound so nice? You're jealous. You wish that you were drinking this, ooh, it smells wonderful, mm. this lovely wine from your lidded sippy cup like we do here at CounterCultureWise because hashtag save the keyboard. <laughs> yeah, we don't want another incident like that. And these are actually really nice stainless steel cups. They're not like the plasticky ones we got initially. These actually maintain the flavor of the wine really, really well. Mine have giraffes because I love giraffes. I don't and know why, but I really, really do love giraffes. groovy, bluish. And then I have a, a pink one with a, a Texas with a heart in it because... That's where just, her heart is now. That is where my heart is as we And speak. our brains are starting to follow. Oh, our brains were there a long time ago. Yeah. All right, so let's have a taste of this prophecy, Pinot Noir. Mm. To our friends and fans and family. It doesn't have quite the same chink sound as it, as it does no, with giraffe. No, no. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, better. <laughs> nice. Mm. That's a fun bouquet. <laughs> mm, that's a Ooh. nice, mellow That Pino. was unexpected. There's something unexpected about that. It, what? Um, Did I was expecting really this sweet. It was, it was yeah, sweet and spicy at the same sweet, time. Yeah, but it's mellow. It's, it's quite mellow. Oh, I'm sure that's going to go very well with key lime pie. I if you will so. indulge me while I put some food in He's my gonna face. He's going to put some key lime pie in his face, and I... I'm going to revisit our home city, our original first before we came here, because now Las Vegas is our home city, and Texas will soon be our home state, and we'll figure out what city is ours when we get there. <laughs> Chat says, most things go well with meat except vegans. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is such a great story. I couldn't wait to share this, because this, I mean, as we're listening to new autonomous zones, Portland trying to burn down its... Uh, federal buildings again, and all the craziness that's going out there, Seattle residents took to the streets, and this, my friends, is how it's done. This, Seattle, Washington, is how and why you should take to the streets. This kind of thing is why I loved Seattle to begin with. So. <laughs> In a heartwarming video, a girl battling cancer was left feeling emotional after over 500 residents of Seattle lined up to boost her on the day of her last chemo session. The one-minute clip, which was shared 
by uh, Good News Cora's One, but we'll have the link up on our website. Features little Mercy. Her name is Mercy. Smiling and wave, waving at the residents who are holding placards and balloons to cheer her up as she drove for her last chemotherapy at Seattle Children's Hospital. And I hate to say how many times I've been to that particular hospital. Uh, it's a good hospital. They're good people. They're good people. Genuinely good people. That's According one thing Seattle has is killer hospitals. Really, I mean, in a yeah. good way. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> not, <laughs> Sorry. Not like we really have here. great hospitals. Not, not like we not have like here where they do literally like try to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> According to the tweet, which has now gone viral on social media, Mercy, who has been battling cancer since last year, said that she was moved by the showing of love by the residents. And, of course, you can watch the video. Since being shared online, the clip has gone viral on microblogging sites, flooded with heartwarming messages and comments for Mercy. Many lauded the gesture of the residents for boosting the girls' morale amid difficult times. And then, of course, here are some of the reactions. Um, team humanity. We need to see more of this. This beautiful little bald girl, just bless her heart. May she overcome this and live long and prosper. I have a dear friend. Uh, who overcame childhood leukemia and is now in his Um, Mm mid-50s. So it can be done. Uh, People are saying things like, darn those allergies, my eyes are watering. (laughs) Um, This is beautiful. God bless you, Mercy. May you live a long life cancer-free. And thank you, Seattle, for showing that human beings still live there. All right, Abby sent the next one. Abby, the Ubba Gubba. All right. Oh, this is fantastic. Okay. I love I love stories about good doggies, and this is a good doggy. <laughs> the sweet golden retriever is serving as a laboratory assistant to his disabled neuroscientist owner at the University of Illinois. Service dog Samson has to wear protective equipment just like his human colleagues. He also wears a cute lab coat. Samson is the first canine ever to be granted access to the university's chemistry lab. It's a very short, uh, very short article. Um, the picture says it all. I guess my question is, why does a dog have to wear PPE? Team spirit. <laughs> I guess. It's, he's cute. All right. This one we're posted solely for the headline, which, of course, I created. Armed cock stabs cock in cock at cock fight. Ouch. Let me repeat that because I'm really proud of this one. <laughs> you should be. That, that, that's, Armed that's... cock stabs cock in cock at cock fight. So this takes place in India where uh, cockfights are, I guess, all the rage. And what they do is tape or glue knives and other sharp implements to their wings and their feet. Disgusting, horrific, nasty, awful practice, and this guy got what he deserved. (laughs) A rooster fitted with a knife for an illegal cockfight in southern India has killed its owner, of course, sparking a manhunt for the organizers of the event. The bird had a knife attached to its leg when it inflicted serious wounds to the man's groin as it tried to escape. And like I said, I don't like to engage in schadenfreude in this. I'm not even going to apologize. The victim, whose name I'm not going to bother to try to read, died of loss of blood before he could reach a hospital in the Karaminger district of Telegag, can't even pronounce it, said a police officer. A uh, dude was hit by the rooster's knife in his groin and started bleeding, bleeding heavily. <laughs> I'm sorry, I should not be laughing. <laughs> uh, 
This is one time when you really do want your friend to cock block. I'm just yeah, saying. True that. <laughs> Wear a cup. Oh, my God. The rooster was briefly held at the local police station before it was sent to a poultry farm. Uh, they're keeping it alive because they may need to produce it before the court. <laughs> so if the cock is found guilty, will he become nuggets? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, this dude, dead dude, was one of 16 people organizing the cockfight. Uh, we're searching for the other 15 people involved. They could face charges of manslaughter. So they're going to hold them accountable for this, this poor, innocent rooster killing this jackhole. Um, specially bred roosters have uh, three-inch knives or blades tied to their legs. And uh, folks bet on who will win the gruesome fight. So what they're hoping is that roosters will literally... Kill stab each other. each other to death. That how? That is just. That is so disgusting. Who? Mm. Next. Well, this is an interesting story because I didn't expect it to end this way. Although, dialogue is still happening, we don't know for sure. The Fiat Chrysler Automobiles contacted the Cherokee Nation last summer about setting up an educational program for its employees. It was supposed to be a cultural enrichment endeavor to shine a light on the people whose name has been attached to one of Jeep's most popular vehicles for nearly 50 years. I once owned one of them. Yes. I liked, I liked it. I don't like the new design. I liked so it until the anyone. door came off in my yeah. hand. <laughs> the event didn't pan out, but the dialogue wasn't over. Months later, after FCA Fiat Chrysler Automobiles merged into Stellantis, and I just found out that they changed their name to something that sounds like a Vegas hotel, the automaker... What is, what is it now? Stellantis. Now that sounds like something that you find inside a cave. Hmm. Is it the isses or the ites that are on the top? <laughs> anyway, after they changed this dumb name, the automaker approached <laughs> the nation again. The Cherokee were the ones making a request this time. Stop using our name. The meeting occurred after car and driver learned of the Cherokee's stance on the use of the name and raised it with Jeep. The Cherokee Nation didn't go out of its way to make it a public issue, said Chuck, Chuck Hoskin, Jr., its principal chief. Hoskin just answered a question honestly. We don't go out across America's cultural landscape looking for things that offend us and speak out on it, Hoskin told Automotive News. What happened in this case is that car and driver reached out for comment. The nation's position adds the oh, it said here, okay. The nation's position adds to the larger conversation around corporate sensitivity to issues of diversity and equality, which sprouted during the social justice movement that erupted last year after a you know, what he did and Whee! how they did it. The, the resulting discussions have put pressure <laughs> on companies to reevaluate some business practices and discontinuing the new use of Native American names, a, controversi a controversial topic for years, has been among the most visible measures organizations have taken. I'm going to weigh in here. Yeah. We're looking at the Cleveland Indians and the Redskins, mm -hmm. the First Nations. Atlanta Braves. Yeah, the Braves. I think the Redskins specifically, the First Nations tribe that they and the, and the mascot they were proud of that and it was a bunch of white you know sjw's who ruined that but if the cherokee nation is reaching out and saying hey let's retire the name of that particular jeep i'm i'm okay with that it's like okay mm -hmm. you know if anybody should have the right to speak out about that and if they are butthurt about it then fine Mm -hmm. If some white Karen's coming along and saying, you know, like they did with, with the, 
Speedy Gonzalez, mm-hmm. you know, some some white bread, you know, SJW with pink hair is telling uh, me. It was actually a, a black guy. Who gives a crap? <laughs> Difference? Come on. Yeah, well, some butthurt black guy or some pink haired Karen. They're the same thing these days. Yeah, yeah. That's racism for you, booby. Deal with it. <laughs> you know, if they're the ones bitching about it, that's one thing. But if the Cherokee Nation themselves come out and say, look, it's the name of a Jeep. Can we either, you know, and I think this is what the Seattle Seahawks did right. Mm -hmm. They worked with the locals. We -hmm. came up with the most kick, and I'm sorry, I don't care where I live in the world, I will always be a Seahawks fan, no matter how much they suck. Just get off your freaking knees. They have the best logo in I th- in the league. I think so, and it, and they and it was based on actual Native American mm-hmm. artwork, and they worked with right. them. Right. So, I can see it going one of two ways, and I, and I wish that this would. I mean, I feel like Jeep did the right thing in reaching out to them. Now, why it didn't work out, why they didn't have the meeting, I don't know. Mm. Well, there's more to the story. Okay, but where I where I land on this is embrace. <laughs> the Cherokee Nation, and, and get Sharon involved if you have to, whatever, and say, hey, what, isn't she? She wrote the song. No? <laughs> she didn't write the song. She oh. just sang it. Oh, okay. And it's called Half Breed. So, well, who wrote Cherokee Nation? <laughs> Actually, a Native American wrote it. It became well, a big hit for Paul Revere get, and the Raiders. Oh, I was going to say, get that, dude, and then Paul Revere, and then never mind. Probably the worst. Besides, Paul Revere's dead. I mean, there's probably like, the worst band name you could come up with, though, if you're going to be doing that particular song. Well, you know, the funny thing is Iron Maiden. Let's get Iron the, Maiden. The, the funny thing is, I was going to say something. <laughs> uh, is what oh, the funny thing was, it was hilarious. You know, you know, I'm kidding. Don't look at me like that. Um, they had actually dropped the name uh, Paul Revere and and just called him the Raiders at the time that single came. That out. makes it even worse. Yeah. Where was I going with this? I, I don't know. I don't know. Anyhow, so, you know, the Washington Redskins are now the Washington football team, and the Cleveland Indians are changing their name, and now Jeep is in the hot seat with the names of two of its three top sellers at stake. Two? Two. Because this is a high-profile year for the Grand Cherokee with a redesign on the way, along with a three-row version called the Grand Cherokee L, plus they have the regular Cherokee, which doesn't look anything like the classic Cherokees. They, they, they don't, I really don't like the design of them at all. They're nice trucks. They're not. They're nice SUVs. So, but. what was the motivation for naming probably one of the most badass original SUVs after a particular nation? Was it to defame them? Was it to belittle them? No. Or was it that this was a badass car that deserved a badass name, so we were honoring them with it? That's that's why they have decided not to. They've had they've had the conversations. Let me let me. I'm going to be very careful about how I put this. I'm just going to read from this. Hoskin said Stellantis approached the Cherokee Nation in late January to get a better understanding of its position. Hoskin credits the automaker for engaging proactively, though he made clear that he wasn't giving his blessing for Jeep to keep using the name. I thought it was the right move to drop it, Hoskin said, and I think they respectfully declined to take that action. So Hoskin is the Cherokee chief? Hoskin is the Cherokee chief, yeah. Where did he get the name Hoskin? Because nobody calls himself Chief Running Nose anymore. It just. But I like Chief Running Nose. That's a great <laughs> just, name. <laughs> yeah, they, they just don't do that anymore. Um, 
I don't know. You'd have to talk to one. I, I, don't, I honestly yeah, don't but know. Hoskins? It sounds like he has to lift his pinky to drink his champagne. Maybe uh, he does. I don't think it's in the right frame of mind to be using the... <laughs> Cherokee name on your... <clears throat> okay, well, I'm... Maybe if you used it on the limo, we could talk. <laughs> Jeep, in a statement, <laughs> said that his vehicle names have been carefully, quote, carefully chosen and nurtured over the years to honor and celebrate Native American people for the nobility, prowess, and pride. The brand said it was committed more than ever to a respectful and open dialogue. For Hoskin and the people he represents, the issue goes well beyond Jeep. He believes it's time for corporations and sports franchises to do away with the use of Native American names and imagery in their entirety. In 2021, the country is in a better position than they've been, say, a generation ago to think about what it means to use the names of Native peoples, Hoskin said. Beyond just the Jeep issue, to depict our culture in the form of mascots or chants at football stadiums, I think the country's in a better place to have a discussion about those and hopefully move away from those depictions and those name usages. Before you say anything else, I just want to say I want to commend Mr. Hoskin and I want to commend the Jeep company. I'm not going to call it Stellantis. I think it's it's a dumb name. <laughs> I'm going to call it Chrysler because I'm old-fashioned. But Jeep, anyway, they... Um, they were respectful in their response, and I think stated exactly what you said. Mm-hmm. It was to extol the virtues, you know. It wasn't to exploit or demean anybody. But the dialogue continues, and who knows if the Cherokee name is going to continue. I, I think they actually did discontinue that brand name for a few years. I'm not yeah, sure. I don't think they made Cherokees for several years. Yeah, I think there, I think there was a, a brief period where they didn't make them. I know well, they're coming back with the Grand Wagoneer, but that's another story. That's a stupid name, too. Yeah. And you know what? That's culturally appropriating uh, um, people who moved west in wagons. And I'm really, really, as, as a person who has direct descendants back to the Mayflower, and, and we moved west to get away from all the slavery and BS, I, I am very, very offended that they're naming, naming things wagons. And, and I, I have deep cultural – in fact, you know what? I'm going to go one step further. I can trace my roots all the way back to headhunters, and I'm very offended that uh, certain tribes on the West Coast are allowed to hunt whales in, in, tr- in their tradition, even though whale hunting is illegal, and I and my heritage are not allowed to hunt human beings and shrink their heads. I'm very, very offended by that, and I think that we need our own well, time and place where we can do that in, in, in solidarity with my tribe and, and our long-storied history I don't care if it's illegal. That is part of, of my tradition. As someone who lugged around a radio flyer wagon when he was a boy, that's all I got to say about wagons. I, 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 don't, <laughs> I don't have nothing. I, I got nothing. Well, it wasn't covered, so I mean, maybe we can. Oh, that's true. I don't know. It just seems to me that having something named after me, and unless they're doing like what they did with them, um, what was his name? Um, DeSantis or whatever, where they named like a pornographic mm-hmm. whatever after him just because they're jerks. Um, unless it's something really, really derogatory, it seems to me that I'd be like, hey, yeah, that, that's the Melanie wagon. All right. You know, look at that. It's, it's got bucket seats and, you know, heated windshields and yeah. You know, if, if, it, if they named, you know, if, if they renamed the Pinto station wagon after me, well, then we'd have to ha- we'd have words. But if they're naming one of the most badass first altering vehicles to ever be put on the road, 
Yeah. You know, used by the U.S. military. I mean, my mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the one that we bought was actually formerly used by the Washington State uh, Forestry Service. Literally, yeah. Yeah. And, and much like the government, most of it didn't work. Most of it didn't work, yeah. <laughs> it, was very, it was very strange to have a Jeep with no air conditioning, which works in Washington, but there's a reason we didn't drive it down here. Because yeah. <laughs> I'd have to either rewire the air conditioning or get it for a heaven. So I don't even know what was going on with that. No, we gave it to somebody who gave it the love and attention that it deserved. That's all I'm going to say. The other thing. Yes. Well, since we can't name foods or cars or any products after anybody else, we're complete. I mean, they're pissed off at things like movies and history and things being so-called whitewashed, and yet they're pissed off if things aren't whitewashed. So we're going to be left with nothing but brand names like, you know, Cracker, Honky, and Round Eye. Because if you name them after anything else, they get pissed. Well, that's why most cars and are, are just named HHR or K1 or whatever. They don't even bother with the names anymore. Well, now we've got <laughs> now we've got people naming Chivalry their kids HHR, stuff like that. The I mean, way, come on. This is ridiculous. It's, you know, why can't we celebrate? It used to be that America was where you came to share your culture and, and we incorporated it, and we became a melting pot. And now they're like, no, no. I want it all separated out. I want to be looked upon as a completely different set aside, different from you, don't want to be part of your culture person. It's like, that doesn't work. Ask South Africa. It makes it worse. You know, this was working. You look at the 1950s, blacks were more prosperous than ever. You know, they, they had the same jobs and houses, schools, the whole thing. Things were going pretty good, and they cocked it all up. And now it's like every single thing needs to be just absolutely divided, 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 divided. People don't survive like that. Most The problem is, and we and I, I realize we propagate this as hosts of a, of a podcast, but people are just not as divisive on the street as they are on the news. No, you know, it's just it's not. We don't ref- that doesn't reflect the vast majority of people. Well, and I think the only reason why it's working so well is because they have isolated us. I mean, there are people who have called me a racist and a Nazi that I have had in my home, that I have cooked for, that mm-hmm. I have played cards with. What well, a, a couple I married in my living room. Mm-hmm. I took pictures at their wedding and she called me a racist. Because we actually married and signed the wedding certificate for her and her black husband, who, by the way, he is still my friend. Mm-hmm. White bitch ain't. Yeah. I'm just putting that out there. Yeah. Pink-haired Karen can go to hell. He's still my friend. You know, and it, he's just, I'm not, we're certainly not going to mention their names, and no, they're not listening not. anyway, no. but... Usually the female is the better uh, in a straight couple. The female is typically the better half. Mm. This was an exception. That actually so. is not my experience ever. Really, really. Every time I've had a falling out with a couple, mm-hmm. it's always the bitch. Hmm. It's always the bitch, and I can name four off the top of my head right now. You probably know who they are. Probably. It's always the bitch. Dudes are a little bit more like, okay, this is kind of nuts. I'm just going to sit back here and let them do whatever they do. Right. And 
I mean, there's one that to this day still hurts. It still yeah. stings. Because I did nothing. And, and, and she didn't just have to try to accuse me of BS that, like, bitch, I'm in another state. Okay? I ain't coming on to your dumbass husband. I've got my own. One dumbass is He's enough. He's not a dumbass. But, <laughs> but I know, know what you mean. I know. We were authors. That, that's the one thing we had in common. We, we swapped writing war stories, you know? Mm-hmm. She freaks the hell out. Blah, blah. We're not in the same damn state. Nothing, nothing was going on there. But she couldn't just be bitchy to me. She had to be bitchy to my husband. She had to be bitchy to her husband. And she had to completely just ruin it. It's always the bitches. I mean, and, and they almost divorced. And they should have because she's a psychotic bitch, <laughs> and he's better than yeah, her. Yeah, they have four kids. They have a life together. They have four like... grown-up kids. Give me a break. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow. Anyway, yeah. And, uh, and the sad thing is, it been... damaged our my friendship with with which the guy because yeah, which isn't fair. It is not. Uh, fair you know, at all. I want to collaborate. I, I've been desperately wanting to collaborate with him for years, but this has to be right. addressed. And, and the and... best part about it, bitch, won't talk to me. So I find which all is of this the one thing that needs hand. to happen. It's the one condition that needs to be met. Yeah, I find she all at least needs to hand. open up a freaking dialogue with you. No, because bitches be crazy. I'm just saying. I'm probably sexist. I don't care. Every time something like this has gone down, yeah. it's the bitch. <laughs> and trust me, if you want to try to out bitch me, good luck. All I'm saying is I ain't starting it. Speaking of being out bitched. <laughs> Speaking of being someone's bitch. <laughs> All right, let's see what we got next here. <clears throat> the Chinese Communist nah. Party. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. <laughs> Vowed to stop using anal swabs to test for the coronavirus on officials from the United States, according to the State Department. But somebody didn't get the, men- the, the, the message. <laughs> Can you imagine being a diplomat and like... <laughs> Bringing up the swab that that Fredo brought out for his brother in that CNN interview—that that, that funny but cringy moment. Bend over, yeah. bend over. Oh my god! And I, I would learn just enough Chinese to tell them where to go. I'd tell them in English. I'd tell them in French. I'd tell them in Italian. I'd tell them in Spanish, and I'd tell them in Chinese where they could go. By the way, what is the connection with one's butt and a respiratory illness? Other you have to You're gonna have to ask the Chinese. <laughs> All right. The State Department never agreed to this kind of testing and protested directly to the Minister of Foreign Affairs when we learned that some of the staff were subjected to it. That would be the day I quit my job. <laughs> oh no, no, no. I will not be subject to that. Bye-bye. <laughs> we have we have instructed staff to decline this test if asked of them. <laughs> Chinese Communist Party officials told U.S. officials that the tests were given <clears throat> in error. In error. Yes, and that diplomats are exempt from the required practice <laughs> used on travelers. Note to self, never visit China. <laughs> I can't even finish. Of course, after they said, whoopsie, these were delivered in error, the next day they said, oh, yeah, that never happened. 
Naturally. And and because it's um, the Chinese government. Yeah, and it, and it's Trump's fault that there was a virus. So there you go. But of course. <clears throat> but of course. Okay, just so we're all clear, what's going on here? Receiving an anal swab test typically entails inserting a cotton swab about two inches into the rectum and rotating. <laughs> So stick it up your ass and rotate is actually. Are we thing rotating now. the swab or rotating the person? Ay, ay, It is unclear if the test is more efficient at detecting the virus than the traditional test is swabbing a person's throat or nose. <laughs> I don't even have proof that it's more efficient. Oh my god. I would not want to be that scientist. They're like, oh, come on. Come on, AOC. You're a commie. Go get her done. All right. Next up. <laughs> So, where are they going to find the DeLorean? A Phoenix man has been sentenced to 15 years in federal prison after pleading guilty to attempted use of a weapon of mass destruction. Prosecutors said 27-year-old Jared Trent Atkins, this is from Phoenix, Arizona, stole three devices containing the radiological material, Iridium-192, from his workplace in April 2019, and also stole tools to open the devices and expose the material. Literally the opening sequence of The Simpsons where he walks out of the nuclear plant with a, a yeah. <laughs> glowing bolt down his back. Crazy. This is for my Erodium 13 space modulator. <laughs> Where was the kaboom? Where was the kaboom? Oh, God, you know he's coming next. <laughs> he also stabbed a gas station clerk in Phoenix before stealing the devices. Yay. Prosecutors said Atkins texted his co-workers, telling them he had the dangerous devices and warned them to stay home until the devices were found. Doofus was caught on surveillance footage near Scottsdale Fashion Square. I've been there. Uh, he told FBI agents he had considered making a last stand at the mall. Instead, Atkins drove to Mount Ord in the Payson area and called his family to say goodbye. He planned to open one of the devices and kill himself. But he closed the device, drove back to Phoenix, and barricaded himself at home. He then killed himself? No. After a two-hour standoff, Atkins surrendered. Authorities recovered all three devices from his vehicle, including the stolen radiological material. Atkins also pleaded guilty to state charges of aggravated assault and arson and was sentenced to three and a half years in prison. His federal prison term will run consecutive to his state sentence. So you can be in jail for a bit. Of course, if he did expose himself to any of that, he's basically killed himself anyway. It's just going to take a while. And everybody who fetched him. Yep. Because people like that are so considerate of their fellow human beings. <laughs> Don't you just think so? Don't you think so? I All think right, so. this next one was submitted by Max uh, with a nod to magic. <laughs> uh, but before I read this, yes, <laughs> there's an ad on this page. Today's top deal. N95 masks made in the USA are on Amazon for $1.16. Buy now. Price, $57.90. You can't divide $57.90 into $1.16. Well, you also don't say you're selling them for $1.16 and then say the price is $57.90. Anyway, I thought that was insane. Okay. <laughs> All right. Plane travel. Yes, airplanes, folks. Might be a bit less popular these days, but with the global thing that shall not be spoken of, which, you know, is why we have this mask, $57 mask, $58 if you round. Still raging in most countries, but that didn't stop one frisky feline from feeling the need to jet set. The cat, which was apparently a feral or stray, managed to sneak aboard a Tarco Airlines Boeing 737 in Sudan. 
the flight which was bound for Qatar had to be aborted <laughs> after the kitty decided it would make its presence known by attacking the occupants in the cockpit. I am hijacking this plane to Cuba! <laughs> make it so! That would be Max, too. <laughs> Here's the cigars are fine. <laughs> and the tuna, majestic. <laughs> this is a seriously bizarre story. Gee, you think? <laughs> Thank you, Captain Obvious. Ah, but it makes perfect sense if you know anything about cats. The animal somehow found its way onto the plane and hid in a dark area in the cockpit, which is a very cat thing to do. I would admit that is quite correct, madam. <laughs> Max. The flight departed, and for a time the cat remained hidden, likely scared for its life due to the noise and rumblings of the plane. After about half an hour, the feline felt comfortable enough to reveal itself, only to find a very confused pilot. According to Sedan's Al Sendai News Agency, <laughs> excuse me, wine and key lime pie. Yum. This this is a very fluffy key lime pie. It is. It's not even green. <laughs> According to Sunday's Al Sendai News Agency, the flight was supposed to land in the capital city of Doha in Qatar. I don't have well, my Qatar gently. There we go. Unfortunately, when the cat popped up in the cockpit, it was frightened enough by the situation to begin attacking the pilot. And the, the reason I'm giving a shout-out to Magic is because the picture that they use is a cat that looks just like Magic, even though it's a picture of a cat in the snow, which decidedly is not the cat in the cockpit, but whatever. When staff attempted to catch the cat and contain it, it escaped. Cats are basically furry water, so this isn't surprising. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> the pilot had no choice but to perform midair about face and head back to the departing airport to have the cat removed. The plane was reportedly stored in the hangar recently while it awaiting cleaning, so it's possible that the cat managed to climb aboard during that bit of downtime, but nobody can say for certain. Whoever was feeding the stray is in big trouble right now. <laughs> Uh, they don't know what happened to the cat. They hope it didn't suffer a grim fate. Apparently it boarded or unboarded or deplaned by itself and nobody has heard from it since. Hmm. I am sick of these MF and pooty tats on this MF and plane. <laughs> I taught, I taught an MF and pooty tat. I have yet to see that movie. I haven't either. I want to see that movie. I sadly saw Sharknado, but I did not see snakes on a plane. (laughs) Yeah, which reminds me of a saying I have. (laughs) If you you ever think your idea is stupid, remember, there's a movie about sharks in a tornado. Tornado. Not just one. Yeah, there's multiple. It's a series, yeah. All right. Oh, you're doing the Vietnam Uh, veteran thing Yeah, I can't do it. You got to read this one. I I cried just posting this. Vietnam War veteran's last wish was to be reunited with his five-year-old Yorkshire Terrier named Patch. John Vincent, 69, of New Mexico, got Patch when he was just a puppy, and the two have been inseparable ever ever since. He was the smallest, and I wanted one that could ride on my bike, Vincent told the Albuquerque Journal. The only hair I had was on my chin, which was called a patch. A chinny chin chin. (laughs) And he had a little white patch, so we were the Patch Brothers. Aww. The two would wear matching goggles when they rode on Vincent's motorcycle and go for walks every night. Sadly, Vincent's health started to decline, and last week he entered hospice care. Oh. He was not able to bring Patch with him, and no fam- and with no family in the area, he had to surrender his dog to Albuquerque Animal War- Welfare. Aww. Vincent told Amy Neal, a social worker at the hospice center, they wished to see Patch again. She said, 
I asked him if that's something that would be meaningful for him, and it came together very quickly. Neil reached out to Danny Neverez, uh, director of animal welfare, and told him about Vincent's request, and the shelter was happy to help. They arranged for Patch to be brought to hospice center at the Raymond G. Murphy VA Medical Center to see his dad. That's Patch was readopted, right? I mean, I don't know. Doesn't say. Oh. Um, the little dog was quiet on the right of the hospice center until they turned on the road that the center was on. It's almost like he knew. He just started whimpering, Navarez said, like he had that anticipation. Patch was reunited with his dad, and Vincent said he stroked his best pal. Yeah, that's me. That's Daddy. Are you so happy to see me? I'm so happy to see you. <laughs> Patch replied by kissing his dad on his face. The shelter assured Vincent that Patch would go to a loving home and has already spoken for, as you were wondering. The shelter posted it was such a heartwarming moment. They were so happy to see each other and to say their goodbyes. It was an honor to make this veteran's final wish come true. <clears throat> Stupid spicy chicken Stupid wings. Stupid spicy chicken wings and onions and <laughs> key lime pie. Key lime pie, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, beautiful story. I mean, if he's a Vietnam vet, he's not a young man. No. Let's face facts. But still, it's a beautiful, beautiful story. I've never understood why hospitals don't let you bring your pets with you because so many more people would leave intact yeah that's true <laughs> not dead if if their pets could come with them but i'm mm. sure there's some kind of germ whatever all right well we got another story from abby but we're quickly running out of time and we've talked a lot about the virtue signaling that's been going on yeah on social media and it's gotten out of hand and i've gotten to the point where if i have I, i'm sorry but if i see you posting pictures of yourself like your your profile picture is you wearing a face mask? You're a douche. There's just no, you're just a douche. Nobody needs that kind of virtue signaling. Post a picture of you and your pretty face. If you think that you're impressing anybody by wearing a, a face diaper, you're not. You just look like a douche. And now I'm seeing over and over and over again people bragging about getting a shot. I can't even say the word shot. It's like, since when do we post our, our you know, oh, hey. Our I, medical stuff online. It's none of my damn business. And you know what? I don't care. This is all a bunch of propagandal, propagandalistic, pro pro propagandistic. The word that Jim just said. Yeah. <sighs> Folks, I don't have teeth. Give me a break. Make Jim talk. I'm just going to start um, doing the puppet thing on the back of his neck like they do with our um, duly elected, totally not installed, most popular candidate ever in the history of humankind, uh, former vice president, uh, <laughs> and do the puppet thing. Anyway, it's getting on my nerves, and it turns out that I am not the only one. Hey, everybody. I got my COVID vaccination today. Woohoo! See? Here's the photos to prove it. Don't know what everybody's so afraid of. Look at me. Got my COVID shot today. It barely hurt. What's taking the rest of you so long? Everybody, look at me. I got my shot today. Coronavirus can kiss my butt. And so can you. If you don't get the shot, you anti-vaxxers can all kiss my butt. You can see for yourself. I got my COVID shot today. You should do the same. Let's all do our part to stay healthy. Hey, 
got another B12 infusion today. Make sure you check out my new dance video. Couldn't do that without my energy booster. Listen to your doctors. They know your body better than you do. Hey everyone, have a look. I got my flu shot today. I know it's not as big a deal as COVID, but it's still a really good idea. Don't make other people sick because you're too ignorant to do what's best. Yo, check me out. I got my tetanus booster today. Wear a mask and listen to Dr. Fauci. Hey, look at the great job they did on my hair plugs, huh? I look 10 years younger, easily. You'd look younger too if you'd listen to President Biden. Hey, Z's and Zers. <laughs> Check out my pap smear. Reproductive health is essential. Don't let the awful white men in office take it away. People of social media, check out my boob job. <laughs> nice, aren't they? Don't let the patriarchy tell you what you can and can't do with your body. Stay tuned. Picks up my third abortion coming. Feast your eyes on my before and after x-rays of my kidneys. Never thought I was going to pee again. Trust the pharmaceutical companies. They always know what's best. Greetings. Have a look at my before and after reconstructive surgery pecs. See how my skull was smashed in and how that bone was sticking out of my arm? My face now looks so much more human, though I still don't have any teeth. And my arm has set to a 30 degree angle instead of that 45 degree I almost got stuck with. All thanks to my totally free healthcare that only King, but I mean President Biden could have provided. If you don't believe in everything being free, you're just a MAGA hat wearing loser who should be canceled from Facebook, Twitter, and all of society. And Sadly, most of those were just copied and pasted straight from Facebook. And <laughs> yeah, now you know where we stand, if, as if you didn't before. <laughs> Thanks for that. Oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. <laughs> okay. So we're, we have only time for maybe one more story and then... Yeah, we got a couple. Okay. Um, this one's really quick because Abby sent this to me because she used to actually do this. Mm. <laughs> when it comes to playful, mischievous dogs, we'd have to say that a golden retriever is one of the first breeds to give you a run for your money. They just can't help it. They are goofy, energetic, fun-loving pups that will always jump at the chance for some spontaneous fun. None of that had to do with the story. I just read it because it's true. <laughs> The only downfall is that if you're the human to a young golden retriever, you're going to be kept on your toes for quite a while. Is this really such a bad thing, though? As the whole world is finding out, it can actually be a pretty dang funny thing. If you like surprises, then you would love owning a golden retriever pup. Donate to the puppy fund. Donate to the puppy fund. <laughs> so, Donate Marshall. to the puppy fund. <laughs> Marshall, the golden retriever, loves to run around freely, which is not a safe thing for things to do. One night when he was just about three months old, the mischievous little dog decided to give his parents a run for their money. He played the escape artist and broke free from their house in Spokane, Washington. Shout out, woot, woot. Woot, woot. Hey, Dave, this isn't your dog, is it? <laughs> in the middle of the night. Unfortunately for Marshall, though, his parents had no idea he'd gotten out. 
This easily could have been a tormenting night for his humans had they woken up while he was gone. As luck would have it, though, the adorable golden retriever almost instantly returned. Apparently, life on the outside just wasn't as fun without your humans around. What shocked everyone, though, is the pup's more human method of trying to get back in the house. He rang the doorbell. <laughs> uh, so basically, they have one of those ring doorbells with the um, the video, and the pictures are freaking adorable. Him sticking his they schnoz. Are. He knows exactly where the camera is. He's like, hello, anybody <laughs> home? And then he backs up and De- like, definitely hey, it's dog me. nose picture. <laughs> it says he wraps out a three-beat knock on the door and then backs up to give his humans a full view of his very sorry face. <laughs> he's <laughs> still smiling. He's still smiling. <laughs> Apparently the family is sound asleep in their beds, exactly where Marshall should have been. When no one answered the door to let him in, he disappeared from view for a moment. Was he looking for a sneakier way back in? Regardless, whatever the golden retriever is looking for, he doesn't find it. Within moments, he's back at the door. The smart young pup uses his big old black nose to repeatedly hit the button for the doorbell. <laughs> so uh, when I was still hanging out with my stepson long after my marriage had ended, uh, because my stepson loved me and I was sad, um, <laughs> Abby was long just a, story. Long story. Abby was just a pup, and uh, his mom let me have my stepson for weeks at a time because we really hit it off and so i had him over halloween so here's my six-year-old stepson dressed up like batman and abby we put little cat ears on her mm-hmm. and she actually carried her own little bucket and as we went house to house in our our neighborhood that was mostly uh senior citizens so they were loving the kid because they didn't have very many kids around there uh, they would see the golden retriever and be like, "Oh my god, she's so cute!" And, and they they're like, they didn't know what to give her because you can't give a dog candy. So they were going back and like, "Oh, I have bacon left over from breakfast," or "Oh, I have this piece of ham from dinner." You know, can she eat cat food? Okay, well, Abby caught on to this pretty quick. Mm-hmm. It took me six months to train Abby to not run up to random strangers' houses and ring the doorbell because <laughs> she figured that out immediately. Oh, I ring the doorbell, I get treats. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, so good on this doggo. 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 All right. Uh, This one, I put this in here for no other reason than the headline, so that's basically all you need to read. All right. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) This is going to be a good one. Great way to end our show. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So for you punsters out there, this is not a pun. This is apparently very real life. It actually happened. All right. Shoe Zone has named <clears throat> Terry Boot to fill the boots of his predecessor, Peter Foote, <laughs> who walked away from the finance boss role. The footwear retailer said that Mr. Boot will step into the position with immediate effect. He will take on the role after four years working with a company of master jewelers following roles at Brantano and Jones Bootmaker. So this is... <laughs> He's he's done a lot of I retail work. I pasted the link in there for my um, Barefoot the, United friends who <laughs> shoes in the news. There you go. <laughs> the appointment comes after Mr. Foot unexpectedly left the business last month after just seven months in the role. So Terry Boot looks like a dude. So I guess that little piggy. Yeah, Anthony Smith, <laughs> chief. Oh man, Smith. What kind what? of name is that? Chief executive Shoe Zone said we are delighted that Terry has joined, agreed to join Shoe Zone and are confident that his considerable experience will strengthen the board. 
It came as the retailer said it is unlikely to pay a dividend out to shareholders until 2025 as it swung to a loss following the impact of store closures during the pandemic. On a side note. Because nobody's wearing shoes. <laughs> on, 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 on a side note, I admire companies that do that do this kind of thing, cut the dividends until there's actually a profit. That's actually pretty don't, decent. Don't, don't give CEOs a bunch of money while everybody else starves. I don't have much to say about shoddies, but that was pretty decent. And I'm just, I just keep looking and looking and looking, and there's absolutely no jokes, no irony. Nothing. A guy named Boot <laughs> replaces a guy named Foot <laughs> from a shoe retailer. I, they didn't. Darn it, we're looking for the pun. Sock it to me. But no. <laughs> well, folks, it's been an amazing night. Thank it you has. so much for the engagement in chat. We love you. Make sure you tune in next week for a full show throughout the week on YouTube and Rumble and BitChute and Minds and all the other places, Parlor. We will be posting uh, animations of our spoofs and our show pieces, smaller uh, in chunks. smaller pieces of our show. We had a really good time. We, we didn't did, even get to like, I did. mean, we still got a whole other show we could still do. We we're actually discussing the possibility after we move, since we will be in a different time zone. <laughs> Because most of our following is within this time zone, we're probably going to have to stay in this t uh, time slot. But we're discussing the possibility of doing maybe a midweek show, maybe? Yeah. Do, doing like, doing maybe this twice hour. a week. Maybe an hour. Maybe just an hour, yeah. a, a mid-week mid yeah. show. So let us know what you think in, in both the chat, on our Facebook, on our Twitter, on our Gab, on our Minds, on our Parlor, on our MeWe, everywhere else you can find us on our Subscribe Star. Go to our Subscribe Star. Subscribe. Join the Book of the Year Club because if nobody joins, I ain't writing my damn book. So join and get a book. Please put we some fire under you, her butt with a And line. we will see you next Have week. Have a blessed week. God bless you. Counterculture Wise is a Stormcat production. Episodes of this program will be archived on our website, counterculturewise.com. And available immediately on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, and everywhere good podcasts are found. If you would like to advertise on our show, we have a couple of fantastic packages to choose from. Contact us through our website to get started as soon as our next episode. You can also support our efforts by joining us on Subscribestar. We have several incentives and exclusives for patrons, so check them out. If you'd like to make a one-time donation, there's a link for that, too. If you like our show, you'll love our merch. Stop by the store for exciting new products every month. If you have a question for Dog Abby, please email abby at counterculturewise.com or use the form on our site. If you'd like to be a guest on our program, there's a form on our website for that, too. For comments and further discussion, please visit our Facebook page. For complaints about our show, please fill out the ID10T form on our website and we will give it the immediate attention it deserves. Meanwhile, no matter how cruel the world around you may be, always remember the importance of kindness. Be kind to each other, be kind to animals, and be kind to yourself. See, See you, you next, next week! week. <laughs>